sound resume. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Flank. I'm joined by my friend, my companion, my dude. You already know the fucking vibes, guys. It's fucking Ben Janusine. Ben, how you doing? I don't know, Tom. It's been a little bit of a mixed day. I'll be honest. My vibe this morning was absolutely crushed. I was supposed to have my groceries delivered, and they never came. So I was going to make a, a bomb breakfast. What do you mean they never then, came? Where the fuck are they? They just straight up never came. They just never got delivered. And you lost your money. No, I got a refund, but I lost oh, okay. full. Like, okay. I, I wanted to have fresh bread and fresh milk. You know, I was going to make a nice bomb breakfast. Oh, yeah. But I got nothing now. So what? You didn't eat nothing? You, you hungry? No I, I, no, I ordered. I went to like Starbucks. And uh, uh, look shit. at Scraps in the chat laughing. He lost his fucking groceries, Maddie. This Bro, fucking I gonna, guy. I was going to make some, some good food this morning. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, because you know what I do, Thomas, is especially on Sundays <laughs> when there's a race and I'm not playing golf, I make a nice breakfast. <laughs> Watch the F1 race. Watch Tottenham lose if they're playing that day. Watch yeah, the Tottenham are kind of shit. Night. Tottenham are kind of shit. But, hey, what happened with the F1 F1 race? Didn't Mercedes do something crazy today? Uh, some really good strategy. Had a Mercedes in the race. They found a lot of pace near the back half of the race, and Lewis was able to get a nice overtake at the end. And yeah, Lewis has got the lead in the championship, but to go, it's gonna be bro. pretty lit. Monaco's up next. I'm excited for that race. It's always a fun time. So. Yeah, bro. Lewis Hamilton is the fucking go. The fucking go. Yeah. Listen, guys, but let's talk fucking COD because I know yeah. a lot of you guys want to talk COD. We have a lot, a lot of stuff happening today. You guys know the vibe, all right? I won't be shouting anybody out during the show. We're going to keep it free-flowing, but let's get right into it, Ben. I know you yeah. got the link. Guys, there was a lot of drama today, right? Like, we're just going to talk about it right off the rip. I mean, we're not going to talk about it all, but just to all keep right, you guys Garrison, updated but... a little bit on kind of what's going on. Um, there's the server thing first. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We're gonna get to it, but you know, just yeah. a little summary of what's going on. We obviously started off the the day with London and Seattle. Went into the phase optic series. We we walked into a lot of drama with the servers. Um, again, it goes right back to our initial argument about the online land debacle. But at the same time, I feel like this has nothing to do with that. Um, because yep, we'll get to that. and we'll definitely get to that when when we get to that point. And plus, we also want to talk about the match a little bit itself. And then we ended off with uh with Dallas Empire. Going up against Minnesota Rocker, which is another good one. And I don't want people to lose track of the fucking amazing matches we had today because of all the problems that we had during the Optic Phase series. But we're definitely going to talk about it all. Um, and we're going to go in order like we usually do. I was thinking about doing... Or do you want to end with Optic Phase today and get the, the first two out the way? We'll talk about them and we'll end with the big shit. What do you yeah, think, I th Ben? I like, I like that strategy. Yeah, all right, let's, let's do it then. Let's fucking do it. Let's switch screens. Let's move on over to start things off. We got Seattle Surge going up against the London Royal Ravens. And Ben, immediate thoughts. I know you like to break down the vetoes, right? The maps and everything. What are your thoughts after after looking at the vetoes here? I uh, didn't mind the vetoes. I think this is this ended up being a pretty straightforward series in terms of that. We know that Seattle's pretty decent eight ball card points, same for London. So see why that makes it in. Teams like Garrison Control. Um, Tom, I think my kind of initial thoughts uh, on this series is letting it off to a great start. And you look, I think Seattle has definitely improved as a team mm -hmm. over time. I think they're in a little bit of a rough patch in the last couple of matches they're, they're playing. It just feels like watching them play. And I don't know if you had the same impression. It's a lot of similar problems to Optic. I just don't feel like they're on the same page with Decimate. Mm -hmm. I also think another thing, too, is I went back and looked at the stats. And Persini's had some game modes where he's been excelling at in Stage 3. But overall, his KD hasn't been there, and he's really struggled in search. Mm -hmm. I just think the whole team going, especially in the next stage, 
they got to kind of all peak at the same time because time's ticking, Tom. Like, they got to yep. get the top eight here. Time's ticking for sure. Um, Before I go into the series, we'll we'll go in order of the matches. I forgot that we have a, you know, we got to think about the UK people too, right? It's very late for them over there. So we'll, we'll go in order, guys. We'll, we'll talk about the optic right. phase after this. I know a lot of you guys want to talk about this, but I also want to talk about the other matches as well. And and Ben, I agree with you, User honestly. Was moved to I your feel channel. like Seattle, they're just not looking like they can compete right now. It just feels like they can't win series. Like, they just can't execute. It is what it is. Now, Looney, I guess you could say, statistically was was a problem for the team, right? But he also brought other intangibles to the team. Now you bring in Decimate, and yes, he's a talented player, but they're still not bringing it together as a whole. We haven't uh, listened, and I definitely want to go on board with this listening and see how Seattle Surge sounds. I'm trying to bring bus right now. One's bus, one is front bus. Shawnee on time. He's already in window, in window, fall, fall in window dead. You play for a station. I don't see they got dark. He's behind car, behind car. He's inside mini, inside mini right now. He's, here, here. I'm playing new guy. I should have killed him. He's, he's still ahead of the nade. I hit him with the nade. He's one bullet in mini, one bullet in mini right now. I'm holding three pusher. Good job, one. I'm trying to hold new. I'm just sitting in a corner. I'm holding three push up right now. It could go. Shawnee, Shawnee, one bullet three. One bullet three. So that's it. I'm gonna hit three most likely. He probably push up three. He had him on. Huh? Looking gold. Yeah. Play from this side. Play from this side. Mm -hmm. Trying to look our pinch. Uh, half I have half no half idea where they're coming from. I spawned out here. Two half ball. Two half ball. 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 Half Get child here, we can yeah, we should. Oh, no, I'm right. I got nade it. Full flash from half full. Cream and half full. I think I got close. Half full, Shawnee, half full, Shawnee hitting it. Yeah, one, one got me statue. One, one got me statue, guys. Yeah. Alright, Shawnee's half full. What is statue and half full? Statue and half full. Here. Come, Betches here. Um, what could be close right here? I'm gonna wrap straight. We gotta play for this guy, Glow. Alright. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop it right there, Ben. Yeah, you you got some thoughts? Uh oh, I just skipped that. You're fine, you're fine. My immediate thoughts are that. I feel like the only one trying to get any fucking life out of this team is Big P. Hey, K Gunless. I, I don't know. I feel like this is multiple times now we go into a listening with these guys, and it just seems like Gunless is the guy trying to get bring these guys together. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, I mean, Sam's got some good directional callouts, but the other two are, like, pretty much nowhere to be found. They're just quiet, and we, man. We've quiet. noticed that a lot in callouts that, like, I feel like I feel like Pierce is the only one really, like, for the most part, doing a lot of their, their IG yelling and shot calling. And, like, there was a time in COD... But that was like a scroll of thought, right? The United GL. But now, with the way the game's played and the speed it's played, you really need all four guys in the team, or at least three of them, really all participating in that ongoing discussion and making yeah. decisions as a team. And, 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 and I feel like the disconnect is not working out for them right now. For sure. And I feel like the dead energy that people are complaining about, I agree. I think the energy sounded kind of dead. And I don't want to, I don't even want to say anymore, but look at the score that the score was like that. Listen, one or two hills, you lock down one or two hills, that's 120 points. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you can easily, easily make comebacks in this game. So if you're down and your team is just not motivated and they're and they sound like they don't even want to be there, then then fucking chalk it up. You don't even deserve to fucking win, in my opinion. Um, I agree, man. I agree. Who the fuck is that? Oh, uh, look who it is! It's guest. fucking <laughs> a special guest. Snuck himself into the show. No, ben, you dragged him in. <laughs> Zed, how you doing, Zach? Yo, how's it going, man? It's we got going well. You got another win again. Yeah. Zed, a lot of people were saying that the flank is bad luck, but I don't know. I think it's good luck because yeah. you've been showing a lot of love to the show, coming on, and look at you guys, man. 
We look unreal. We're, we're <laughs> disgusting now, man. You guys are fucking <laughs> disgusting. And, and that's another thing that me and Ben actually talked about. We were going to talk about Seattle a little bit, but one thing Ben and I said before the show is we want to make sure we give love to, to London today because you guys actually do look really good, Zed. And I don't know. What what do you think it is, Zed? I just want to ask you straight up. What do you think? Where did it turn around for your team? I think it's just we're, we're hitting, like, individually hitting form. Like, mm -hmm. I mean... I'm pretty confident in how I'm playing right now. Um, Paul's frying. Like, Zap's finding his footing in the team. And, like, he's starting to understand a lot more. And then Sean's just Sean. He doesn't really... Yeah, he's just Sean. Sean's um, just Sean. <laughs> Sean's just Sean. He yeah. just does, does what's needed. He's just like, yeah, he's just a um, rock, bro. He's a rock. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's just... Yeah, a combination of just, just confidence. And, mm -hmm. you know, confidence is so big in, in COD, so... Yeah, and we're, we're riding, riding that straight forward. So. No, it really is. People don't talk about that a lot. Like the confidence of the momentum of a team can really just turn them around. Um, and I think a lot of teams struggle with having confidence right now. I think that's why some of these teams are just shit. I mean, even just listening to Seattle's listening, it sounds like they have no confidence. It sounds yeah. it sounds like they're just dead energy. Like they're not confident in winning. They're just kind of going through the motions. You have people trying to lead the pack here or there. You mentioned Octane a little bit, but I really noticed Big P, aka Gunless. Um, it's like teams need to find that rhythm and find that momentum and just kind of that's how you take series and that's what's happening with London right now They're catching fire. They made some changes. They finally figured out a roster that works and that's why I want to give my credit I want to give so much credit to the London Royal Ravens man because when shit's hitting the fan They don't just sit around and just think things are gonna magically change They actually make moves and they're actually they actually, it just shows that they care about their team Ben to be honest Yeah, I, I agree and you know I think Zed, watching you guys play the last couple of series, I know that you had a tough result against FaZe that went the distance, mm. but you know, you guys obviously took care of business against New York and that was a big upset. And to get here in Seattle and going into the losers bracket, uh, you guys are obviously gonna play Paris round one. And then if you get past that Minnesota, like what's the team's mindset right now going into this major three? Um, we kind of just like play every game kind of that's in front of us. Like cause Paris are a good team. I think their results don't really show how good of a team they actually are. Um, there's no easy, easy game in this this major. So, uh, yeah, just play every game that's in front of us, and if we win the first one, honestly, we'll be a really hard team to stop. I think um, where that confidence and momentum is is a big thing for us. So, for sure, definitely. I, I mean, one thing one thing you just said right about how there's no easy game in this major. Mm. There's no easy match at all in this league. No. I mean, yeah. even the team that's all the way at the bottom, last place, you know, they, they, they might be bad into the fans' eyes and people are looking at them, they're in last place, they sub. But at the end of the day, man, it's four professional players who are, are by any means, it's not easy. I mean, they might be on a losing streak, might be in last place, but if a team comes out flat and they're going through the motions, they can lose. I mean, we saw when LAG beat FaZe. You remember when that happened? And I was just like, okay, like sometimes shit could hit the fan because there is a lot of talent in this league and sometimes the standings don't always show that. Um, but it, it was a crazy series. I mean, to be honest, the hard points just, like you guys just absolutely obliterated them mm. in the hard points. We can go back, guys. I know you guys are always complaining. Talk about the match. Talk, what do you want us to talk about? They shit on them. 100 point club in the, both <laughs> the hard points. Um, the S and D, it was, uh, I believe it was six, two in favor of Seattle. So this was the one map that Seattle did take. Um, and Ben, just kind of walk me through what Seattle was doing. Why do you think they found success in this S and D? Well, Seattle's been pretty decent. The express maps I I've watched, I think they did a good job, um, taking advantage of situations where they didn't get first blood. I think they only got first blood in two rounds and they won six. So they won a lot of three V fours. Um, I just noticed your team works really good in this map. Their decision-making, um, just just choosing to play together off a team and not taking individual gunfights. They do a good job working off their teamwork, which is weird because they seem to struggle with that on a lot of other maps. Mm -hmm. um, 
But uh, was it was a good response from Seattle following that map one beat down? Yeah, no, it, it, that's that is an interesting point, Ben. It's weird to see them not have any teamwork at all in the respawns, but then in the S and D they just seem a little bit more calculated. Maybe it's just the game mode. Maybe they feel more comfortable in the game mode, but. It definitely seemed like they were working more as a group. Zed, now that we got you in here, was there anything in the search that you guys felt like you trolled or, or fucked up on? Uh, I just think, honestly, they all played us. I'll be real. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, they rotated bomb sites fast and took advantage of situations where, you know, we were being too slow or maybe too fast. Or Honestly, yeah, they just, just destroyed us. Yeah. We didn't really say much afterwards. So, yeah, let's move on. Yeah. Which is a good, which is a good, uh, you know, attitude to have because mm. sometimes pro teams. I mean, if there was a lot of things that were going on, then you, it's probably good to talk about it. But it's good that in the middle of the series, you're just like you guys don't talk about it. You just focus on the next map. That's always yeah. good because sometimes the pro teams guys, especially in the middle of the series, they lose a map and they they collapse. They collapse. They start arguing with each other. They they start bitching and moaning about mistakes. I've seen it time and time again for the eight years I was competing. I used to see teams collapse on stage. And it used to happen more often than you guys think. The composer is just not there with a lot of these guys. Um, so the fact that Zed was just able to, like he said, just say, you know what? It is what it is. We got outplayed and move on to the next map. It's good to hear. It's honestly good to hear. It just shows that, that London is, is in the right winning mentality. So that that's good to hear, Zach. It's always good to hear that. Yeah. Um, but I do want to give credit to Seattle because they do look good. They do have a good S&D team, Ben. I will be honest. You bring in Decimate. He's a good S&D player. Gauntlet has always been it. Who's dropping titties in my chat? Hey, can one of the mods take the titties off the chat, please? Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, but they definitely showed a lot of improvement in S&D. But the main problem is the, the respawns, Ben. If they can't win a respawn, then w what are they going to do? So, to the S&D point, I actually think Surge have been kind of not that good in S&D uh, in stage uh, three. They've only won S&D twice. But I was, to this point, like, Express is one of their better S&D maps. But they've really struggled in this game mode against... Uh, other teams uh, in this group. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they're going to have to expand their map whole time. We've talked about this with a lot of teams, like the, CL, the position Seattle's in. They're, they're very shorthanded going into series because they don't have a lot of depth. So when a team really does their research and homework and they're able to take out the best maps, Seattle's going to get in a lot of mixy situations. So we'd like to see them going, especially in this land uh, in Major 4, because I think they're going to have a tall task in this Major. Mm -hmm. We'd like to see them expand and get more, better as a team. And try and get a deeper pool. That's how they're going to get back out of the basement of the league, Tom, and be able to get one of those top eight spots and maybe get some momentum and make a run here at the end of the season. Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, Ben, we're we're getting to the end of the season now, so time's ticking, man. Time's yeah. ticking. They're running out of. They're just running out of time. It's just as simple as that. I mean, I don't really know what to do at this point with this team, other than maybe stick it out if they want to make another change or two. But I mean. Thinking about who to replace is just weird. This is a very good angle by Paul X, by the way. Even though they lost the map, I thought that was pretty cool. I actually didn't know yeah, about that. I didn't know about this angle either. Um, nice. Yeah, you just lay down under the trains mid-map. For those of you listening on audio, and you can just see the A-bomb from mid-map just looking on under Express, the train on Express which SMD, sick. which is very sick. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. But, yeah, I, I just don't know. And and, and they, can, they can maybe experiment with some changes. Um, and, again, this goes back to just, like, the substitute. Like, the fact that they don't really have a good substitute. Because if teams have a good substitute, they're, they're able to experiment a little bit. Um, and I feel like Seattle can't do that because they have Joey on the on the bench. They have their coats on the bench. So well, I think Looney is now their sub, correct? So they switched, did they switch Looney over to the... I mean, I would assume since Looney's still on the roster. That he's, they, I saw, like, Joey tweet that, like, Looney's, like, their fifth man now. So. Okay, okay. I mean, uh, I mean that was who they had before, yeah. though. So it's like, you know, yeah, what? Yeah. It's a little bit of a at, at this point. I see I'm, people I'm talking. Racing. That's me. That's me. That's me. But go ahead. What? What do you mean? 
No, no, no. I just roasted. Ignore what I said. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I just don't know what the hell they're going to do. I, I really don't. I see people talking about changes and, and change this guy and change that guy. And I feel like at the end of the year now, like, uh, unless you really, you, you're taking a big risk changing yeah. now because it, time's just, t it's dwindling away. So I, I see potential in the team, but they're just not executing. Then we go into the garrison control. The series I is tied up at one. all the rounds in this. Because, because be it's honest, all defensive, we're, guys. We don't want to watch for rounds it was, in this, man. Like it, was, it was garrison control, <laughs> and it was defense after defense after defense after defense. It, every team won their defensive rounds. It was just big holds coming out of both sides. Um, and ultimately, it came down to whoever got more takes on offense. It got that defensive side um, going into overtime. I'm going to be honest. I had to take two espresso shots during this map. That's how bad it goes. No, two. You took two of them. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I did the double espresso during this map. You were fucking cracked then. We got a BZ in the chat from Atlanta Phase. Shout out to a BZ, man. Let's get a BZ in the chat. It's always nice to see some of the pros just joining up and uh, enjoying the show, man. But yeah, Zed, did you feel the same way? This garrison was just defensive heavy. Nobody can really get anything going on offense. It was just kind of, you know, back and forth. Yeah, we knew when we were 2-1 down, like, if as long as we just win this defense, mm -hmm. like we'll, we'll have defense for, for round five. And yeah. I don't know. They play, they play garrison a lot different to most teams. They're kind of slower. And honestly, it kind of hurt them on their attacks. Because mm -hmm. they got no ticks. Yeah. So, um, and with the game being how it is now. Yeah. Well, see, so you need ticks to get, get D loss. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and yeah, I don't know just... how you feel about that, but I love that. Yeah, I personally I like it love too. it. Yeah, yeah. It just focuses more on the objective rather than the kills. Like, if, if people are getting more ticks and on the objective side of things, it leads to an overtime. It leads to you getting the good side on an overtime. Yeah. So I just like yeah. the way they did that. And I agree with you, Zed. A lot of these teams need to pick up the pace on offense in any map in control because if you're getting kills, you need to execute off those kills. You need to make use of them. I know yep. it was problems that I used to have in the past sometimes with some of my teams. It was, you know, when you guys get, when you get kills, if you don't, if you don't move, if you don't make plays, if you're not quick enough, if your decision making is not quick enough, the kills don't mean anything. The people just come back off spawn. They go right back to the same spots. When you're on offense, you got to get the kills. You got to make a decision. And somebody needs to make a fucking play call and make a move. Isn't that right, Ben? Agreed. <clears throat> but we end up going into another another hard point. Uh, London, they go up 2-1. to one. We go into Apocalypse. And again, Apocalypse hard point, we've been seeing it more and more and more. And this is another bloodbath. I mean, you guys just came out and absolutely smoked them, Zed. Well, yeah. Tom, Tom, off the break here, I want to kind of... So... Obviously, Seattle start on the good side here, but they make a lot of like really critical mistakes in this map, and I think they make one pretty much off the break here by getting flipped. Zed, I want I want you if you wouldn't mind kind of walk us through the situation from your POV, like mm -hmm. how you guys were able to set up here and get some good P2 time. Yeah, I mean it's just honestly this this map is so like so punishing for for like when you die because it's so easy to block spawns and stuff like that. So I mean, oh, Octane trolled right there though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I was going to go. I mean, yeah. they, obviously, he pushes up and he gets gun middle map. You got to know, though, if you're the last guy coming off a spawn. Gotta I know he's not necessarily the last guy here. There's still a teammate. Like, someone has to pick up right here. And he just shortcuts to go shoot middle. And it just ends up being a tough thing for them because now it's a mixy situation. The rest of London here, then you guys and co are kind of flooding through P4. And this is not the ideal start when you're on good side. You kind of need to run up, get you know, 40, 50 points if you can, and put yourself in a good position and try and do something on P3 and P4. Yeah, for yeah. sure. This, uh, go ahead, then. Go ahead, this, go ahead. This map's just so punishing to, for dying. And obviously, if, you know, maybe because I was 40 seconds left on P1, he was maybe thinking, you know, I've got time to not look right here. Um, there's anything I can think why he didn't look right. But yeah, you just, you just can't like risk anything on this map because it just, it, it'll fuck you like it did to mm -hmm. them. 
Oh yeah, the Another fuck is that? Stuck. That's Yo, a good yeah. way to put it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Octane, he just needs to pick up the OE. I mean, the, that right side of the map is, like, the most important part because you don't want to get any flips. Ben, going back to your initial point right off the rip about the good side and bad side, I feel like people are learning how to play the bad side. I, I feel like it's pretty easy to flip for the most part. If you know what you're doing, you can get some flips pretty easily um, coming off the bad side. I would love to know the win, the win percentage in Stage 3 on bad side versus good side. Yeah, I maybe actually, we can get that. I, I want to say that bad side's probably... We've seen a lot of teams so. that have bad side or think that they're good the maps they're picking it that's true so i won't be surprised if bad side has a higher percentage but i'm very curious that's true we have benjamin bench in the chat from toronto Ultra. let's get a wentz i appreciate you ben uh but i agree ben i i'm curious there's so many bends my on my head uh i'm i'm very uh i'm very curious as well because i feel like you're right if a team is picking the map ben they probably have a way on bad side where they feel confident enough where they, they're gonna get a flip off the rip or they think you know what even if they do hold the the good side and, and go up early they feel like they can bring it back because with a, with a P3, P4 hold, you know, you're right back in it. So some teams are definitely very confident, even if they're coming from the so-unquote bad side. But let's get back into the map. I mean, I want to give credit to Paul X because he was absolutely frying today. Um, the guy's literally just a beast, bro. He's a fucking yeah. beast. He's he's a very tough kill on the map. He's also just very smart. Um, I definitely want to go on board with this uh, listening from the London Royal Ravens, and we'll see how they sound. all right let's turn it off i mean you see the difference right guys i mean the energy the energy difference is just like it just seems like these guys are passionate it seems like they want to fucking win it just seems like they want it where it just felt like the other side didn't and look at the score 178 180 to 40 guys it's like you guys want us to break this down but it, what do you break down when when one team is just completely winning every single gunfight winning every single rotation their holds are perfect their comms are great um th this was an absolute bloodbath like it was done it, as soon as i saw this i st i stopped watching i'm gonna be honest that you guys are were cruising you know what i'm saying um, yeah, it was fun. It was fun to play. Everything was going my way. Oh yeah, for nice. sure. Those yeah. are the isn't aren't those the best series then? Yeah. When it's just like uh, things yeah. are just going your way. You're winning every gunfight. The team's feeling good. Then after you win, you're talking to the here. squad. Oh uh -huh. yeah, there were some crazy gunfights. Zed, I remember you won one mid map right here. On on uh, you beamed them off the head glitch right here. I think it is. Yeah, it's Look weird. At this like, shot, guys. Sometimes like 18 year old me comes out and then he just like <laughs> there's other gunfights where I'll just completely whiff and I. I 
Uh, it, it happens to everyone, yeah, though, Zed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the young, the youngins. You know, it, it comes. It, sometimes it comes out. Yeah, you're, you're about to see it. I'm gonna start whiffing any moment now. You'll see. Oh <clears> no, is it coming? <throat> oh, I remember this. I remember this. Oh, there it goes. Here it comes. Yeah, but you got Ooh. double team, dude. You know, what are you gonna yeah, do, you got, Zed? You got some help. You got the <laughs> goes, oh. Oh. Oh, okay, good, good finesse from Zap. At this point, this was over. I mean, they only got another like 14 points after this. Um, but this is a good win for you guys. This is a big series. You get some momentum. You guys obviously need the points. Yep. And and feel good going into next week if you guys can make a really sick lose bracket around here. Yeah, uh, practice has been really good as well. So spirits are high, and hopefully we just keep improving and can, can prove that we don't belong at the bottom of the table, hopefully. I like, like that, that, Zach. I definitely <laughs> like that. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, is there anything you want to say, Zed, to the people watching? I, you know, I know you got some fans watching. You got a, you got a lot of people in here supporting, showing love. There's a lot of weds in the chat right now. A lot of weds for Zed. Um, so no, anything just, you want to say to them, man? Yeah, just the the ones that do support know who they are. So, um, yeah, all I've got to say is good luck uh, breaking down optic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we'll, I mean, we'll try. We'll try. I mean, this, this is this is another one. This was a weird day today. Uh, Zed, you know, it was especially yeah. with everything that was going on. Um, so we definitely have a lot to talk about. And you're more than welcome to stay here. You don't have to leave, but it's up to you. But we're definitely going to move on to the next series. And I just wanted to say congrats on the W today and, and good luck moving forward, Zach. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I'll, I'll take a back seat. Let some of us join and uh, give their input on some of the matches they played today. Yeah, yeah. I think but, Zinni was going to yeah. join in and do oh, that. He's, that, that he's going to do that yeah. stupid bullshit he does where he's like, let's get ready. And just starts coming. Watch. To I guarantee fair, you. Was, to be fair, that was my idea. Something to do it. So was it your idea? Yeah, I told him today, like, if he comes on, he should do the Bruce Buffer thing. Oh, uh, yeah, that would be pretty funny. I didn't even hear you say that, but I'm just, I yeah, was just were, saying. You weren't here when it happened. Yeah, yeah, he, it's, it's just predictable. But, but Zach, thank you, man. I appreciate yep. you coming on. We'll, we'll get you back on for sure. Keep doing your thing, bro. Keep doing yeah, your the, thing. That's the plan, man. I appreciate you guys having me on all the time, and uh, appreciate the chat showing me love all the time as well. It means a lot. Yes, sir. Problem, Zoom Mafia, appreciate y'all showing love, and uh, you have a good one, on. bro. Hell yeah, bro. That. Later, bro. Peace. Later, later. Bye. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. User Real quick, from your channel. I just want to say he's a great dude, man. Zed. Yeah, I love having Zed on yeah, the show. Yeah, I love having Zed come on. He, uh, you know, he just takes the time. Hey, guys, that's why I say I, I want more pros to come on. Five, ten minutes. How long was he here? Five, ten minutes. Come on. You talk about the match. Say whatever you want. Um, yep. If any other pros ever want to come on and, and talk about their match and um, show the fans that, that are supporting back at home some love, come come show people some love. You know what I'm saying? So it's always a really pleasure. Good. And uh, I'm happy you got him in here, Ben, because I didn't even know he was joining us today. So shout out to Zed. And let's get a Len in the chat for that one, because that was pretty cool. Uh, but... Guys, I think most of you guys are in here because you want to see us talk about this series. And oh, where do we even start? We got, you know, <laughs> let, let's just listen. Optic Chicago going up against Atlanta Phase. Do you want to talk about the server thing first, or do you want to talk about the map the first, first? The first thing I want to talk about are the maps. Let's talk about the series yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I, I had some questions about this one, but go ahead. Listen. No, I want you to go ahead. You're the you're the veto guy. So when I found out, so. As you guys know, I, I peruse the Call of Duty website, guess the match IDs, and therefore I can get the vetoes before they talk about it on broadcast. So I tweeted that out because I was a little surprised about how this map set went out. And then when I saw this on broadcast, I was even more confused. And the reason I was confused is I don't mind a lot of these vetoes at Optic. The one that I want to understand the thought process on was the Apocalypse hey, Band. And here's kind of my school of thought on it. User was moved to um, your channel. My school of thought, Tommy, is especially when two teams, it's not their strongest map. Uh -huh. You should leave it as a third map in the pool and dare the other team to pick it. They made this veto way too easy for FaZe. They basically had to choose then essentially between, based on how the team spawned, obviously, they had to make FaZe choose between Garrison and Moscow. 
instead mm-hmm. of like it being Garrison and Apocalypse or Moscow and Apocalypse. So yeah. that was my beef with it. Obviously, like this is always going to be a tough matchup for Optic. FaZe is very good in Moscow. I think they're undefeated. They've been very good at raid control recently. Uh, they've had some good wins on raid hardpoint. Like these teams match up well on all these maps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was the one thing from the video that I think I would have done a little bit differently if I was on the Optic side. Yeah. Good. Well put, Ben. Very well Thank put. Um, we have uh, Zinni in the call, aka Methazelli! Yes, sir! What up, kid? How you doing? Uh, you know, me just, you know, obviously, uh, fucking <laughs> hell, quite the day of matches. Fucking I mean, hell, Zin. Pretty eventful. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I don't know, Zin. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I mean, t- I was shocked by every match besides this one, right? I thought Minnesota would beat Dallas. I thought, I thought Seattle would beat London. And, um, well, the Prophet got his prediction shoved up his asshole, so, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. we all predicted FaZe to win, but the thing is, is, okay, let, I see a lot of people talking about it already. Of course, the server was a problem. The server was a fucking problem. The connection was yeah. a problem. Can we, can we talk about the server thing? So Yeah, yeah. Let's get right into it because it's so, hard It's hard to talk about this match knowing that now. You know what I'm saying? Like, knowing so, that the server so, was a huge issue. Okay, so can I, can I start this off because I have a lot that I want to oh, on Okay, this. Let, let me put my so, feet up. A couple of things. One is... So from my understanding, based on some of the Twitter conversations, is that there's an email that goes out to all the teams in the middle of the week and says, hey, like, here are the rules for check-in this week, and here are all the assigned servers. There's a tweet from Clay, and, and Cap, uh, JCAP posted a screenshot, by the way, of like the part from the sheet that says that the server for this match was going to be the Atlanta server. Okay. Clay, so we'll time on events. Clay then apparently at some point, it sounds like Friday because he said three days. At some point on Friday in a chat with, I guess, uh, people from the player relations team at CDL and uh, the teams, or maybe it was another side chat, kind of mentioned that, hey, you guys are about to play in an Atlanta server. He saw it. And, he yeah, saw he it. saw it. And I'm very confused about this next part because it seems like Optic understood this and Envoy kind of explains it in his tweet. But it doesn't sound like they really did anything about it to go ahead and get that fixed. So a couple of things here. Obviously, if it was a typo from the CDL side, that's like mega unfortunate. As someone who has accidentally sent emails to Hector without capitalizing the T and Optic, it happens. We've all been there. Um, but I also think there's some responsibility here on the Chicago side in this situation mm. specifically to go to the league. And there are a lot of people you could talk to in a given situation and say, hey, what's the deal here? We shouldn't be playing Atlanta on an Atlanta server and go ahead and get that fixed. So yeah. that's sort of my thought on it, Tom. I don't know if you feel the same. No, no, I, I definitely agree that it, it's something Chicago should definitely pay attention to. Um, it, it's a little tricky because I also feel like this is a serious problem that happened on the, the CDL side. Why, are, why isn't there a referee or, or somebody in, in IT or something just looking at the pings, like just making sure everything goes okay with the match, like as it's going on. Because we don't en- know, we don't know what the rule sets like and how that those server, like what causes server switches and all that. Unfortunately, the rule book's not public. I would love to know. Wait, what do you mean? No, no, I'm not talking about the server yeah. switches. I'm talking about while like, the match is going on. Yeah. Is there no? Is there? Is there nobody watching that can see all the pings and all the connections that's going down the lobby and they see one team's on fucking five to ten ping. Any other teams on whatever they were, optical? Hold I don't on, know what they were on, exactly. I'm not, it's actually a good question because I don't believe that's the case. So I don't think any of us know exactly what happened, but let me be clear on my opinion on this. Okay. If Optic knew they were playing on Atlanta and agreed to it, there was no reason they should have brought it up on Twitter after they lost. Did they, wait, did they, know, did they know that they I'm, were— No, 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 I'm saying if. If they but were why, aware we, that the server was Atlanta and they were going to play Atlanta 
Atlanta. There was no right to bring that up on Twitter. That's just. Uh, and, but 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 if, then if my, my argument wanted. to if that. If they didn't though. want that, hold on, hold on. All right, go ahead, me, go ahead, go ahead. You're if good, they didn't good. want that and they had no idea they'd be on Atlanta uh -huh. and they thought it would be a, a different server, that's an entirely different conversation. But yep. RJ in the chat Agreed. said they knew. So the coach of phase is saying that Optic knew. He said we pinged the same to Atlanta as yeah, St. Yeah, the, Louis. Pro the problem was that they didn't know. So. Their pings were the same, but they didn't. They can't see the other team's pings, so they didn't well, know. But here's my issue with it, Tom. Did they, 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 they know? Did they, they know 100% before the match? See, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. But I that's, really that's don't what, know. That's what Envoy what? says in his tweet in the response. That's why I'm confused here. Envoy's in the chat. Envoy, were yeah. you guys aware you were playing on an Atlanta server? Before the series started, did you guys know that you guys were playing Atlanta on an Atlanta server? Because if, if the answer is yes, then first, it, what are okay, you going to do? Hold on. Let's be very clear. What, what, no, okay, he said no. Okay, that's what I'm, then why would yeah, he but, but, that, but, that's, but that's another issue, Tom, because on the sheet they were seeded, and Cap posted a screenshot, it says they were going to play an Atlanta server. Yeah, yeah I, under so I, under I, under I understand that. And that's where the confusion for me comes in. Because if they get the sheet, and first of all, I don't even know how that happens. It, what, I guess the sheet had a typo on it. It, um, it, it, it can happen a lot of different ways that a typo like that can happen. Okay, having a typo. And it, listen, yeah. I don't I don't know how it all works. When I competed, I didn't even know there was emails and shit like this. When I when I competed last year, we were just joining up before games and testing servers, and then we just vetoed whatever one we didn't want and played the fucking server that we liked. So now I'm guessing they do this stuff prior, and they send emails out now, and they have a list of everything. And I know Clay did, remind, did say something to the Optic guys. Clay said something. And, uh, Hold on, real quick. Yeah, Let's go ahead, be, go ahead. Before, whether Optic knew or not, w whether they were aware they were playing on Atlanta, mm -hmm. they were at a severe disadvantage here. But do not get this twisted. FaZe was the better team and is the better team currently. I don't think... I think it would have maybe been closer, but I don't think Optic just blows FaZe out of the water. I think it would have been more competitive. But yeah. whether they knew or not, FaZe was the favorite for that series. Mm -hmm. Period. Uh, that that doesn't mean Optic had no chance. I think, listen, the last team you want to play with that type of ping is Face. If if they're all on ten ping and you're on thirty five, I can't think of a of a worse team to play than Face. That's just their play styles. It's it's hard to counter. Um, I don't know this whole situation. I feel like there's a bunch of confusion on each side, right? Like they're saying they didn't know. Some people are saying that they hey, did know. It's like at the end of the day. They just played on quad host. And I don't think it's I don't think it's that confusing. That tweet that Tommy showed basically explained it. So I I'm just I'm just the part that's confusing to me is in, and I would love to know from the optic side is when they received that email, were they conversations with the league about getting that server switch? Were there no conversations? I think that's the part that we don't understand here yet. I'm I'm just very I'm very confused of it all because even after the first like if if optic would have known that they were playing on an atlanta server midway through the series wouldn't they have just asked for a server change or something like midway through the series that's why and then to see them the way they reacted and tweeted after the fact just made me feel like they didn't know about this like they didn't they didn't know about it till after the series that's why i was like okay maybe well it's a bigger problem if they're if they're not really i know and, 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 then, and so. then that's where i'm like <laughs> whose problem is it is it chicago's problem is it the CDL's problem, like I don't, I don't know where it all falls apart. And I agree with Zinni. I do think Phase is the better team. I, I mean, we all predicted Phase to win this one, um, going into it. But I think the problem is that Chicago's trying to say is yes, Phase is incredible, and then you throw them on fucking five to ten ping, and then it's like okay, they're unkillable. You know what I'm saying? Like you legit can't kill them. I mean, yeah. I Form, mean, Formal put in the chat. Dylan had a uh, envoy at a point four four. Ha ha. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and I know they're trolling about it. And I know, I, I listen, I think FaZe is the better team, guys. I'm just going to be honest. Um, but it's definitely hard to play against a team like this on a, on a nine pings in. So no. after, after watching this series and, and hearing that it's an Atlanta server, you're like, okay, this makes a little more sense because this this wasn't close at all. Like, this was like, I would have been a lot more alarmed if this if this was on maybe a more fair server because you're like, Jesus, FaZe just dominated them and it was... Uh, a lot more fair than I, I guess we know. It I mean, was. twenty ping is not going to make the difference in how they got like six dude in search. Hold though. on, That's, no, 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 no. There's like a, not, there's like no, a little, okay, little thing. Okay, hold on, no, you right are there. wrong. You are wrong. Uh, this is this is a funny listen, fucking tweet. I mean, things undefeated on Moscow and David. Listen, yeah, I'm I'm not saying Optic would have won. That's not what I'm saying. I I already said I think Phase is the favorite. I think Optic would tell you Phase is the favorite in that match. I think the whole league would tell you that. But to say that the maps wouldn't be closer is just insane you're playing against a team that is super aggressive they abuse the cameras they, they'll always chow you when they're pinging 20 i mean that's a significant advantage it to is. pro level it a is. 20 a 20 ping difference is a significant advantage but the one thing i hate how hate now is this sort of like the last thing i want this to do is discredit phase and how well they played but it's just like tough to find like the balance between saying how well they played and how much of a disadvantage. Well, well let me let me make another comment, another things in, and I want to expose something that a lot of teams do in practice that I vehemently disagree with with years. And I know Optic is one of those teams that practices a lot when they're playing non-Texas teams on a Texas host. And I don't understand that philosophy because especially in an online environment like this, where yeah, they got put in an unfavorable position. They don't have a tremendous amount of practice experience playing off of host in a situation. And I don't also think that 20 milliseconds in the grand scheme of things is going to be a huge difference in why they got three out here. Maybe, maybe I'm hey, wrong. Maybe other got... pro players disagree with yeah, that. No, I'm telling you, you're but ultimately wrong. like, like we looked at the map set, Tom and I were talking about it before the series, like <laughs> saw the map set, like instantly felt like phase is going to win at least two maps in this series. It obviously ended up being a three Oh, uh -huh. uh, but from my POV, like, the server stuff aside, I think FaZe is the better team today in the tactics, and their teamwork showed it, regardless of what was going on with the server selection. Yeah, and no ben, one disagreeing with you. Sorry. I think uh, we have Dashi coming in with a tweet, at BenJ Nassim, past that. I think he's trying to say that you're yeah. smoking on the papanya a little bit, and you might be faded. What are your thoughts? Maybe they faded should. to what? Is he saying to... Maybe uh, they should stop pressing me and work on their teamwork. I don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> like, Shazin, can you believe this shit, I don't want to be, be, be the bad guy uh, here, but like... Shit. I'm just a messenger, man. <laughs> no. I mean, what are you going to do, guys? Ben's all over the fucking place. He's a fucking maniac. Yeah, I mean... Listen, there's only... Wait, what did Ben even say? Because I was said, just reading he, him. He, you said uh, if it was on a... Something about another server, it, it would still be... Not even be close. Is that what you said, Ben? I don't, I don't really understand yeah, what you uh, said. FaZe looked like the better team today, regardless of the 20 milliseconds. No, wait, wait, tell wait, me no, watching no, this series. No, if you no one disagreeing with you. Nobody's disagreeing with that. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. agree but with that, I, but I, I it would definitely underestimate. Hold on. And also, let's not act like Optic's been winning a, a lot of respawns against no, top teams. No, I know. Okay, listen, I know. no one's arguing this. Optic has yeah. not looked good before this series. Yeah, they they did not look good in this series. But this one is different. You're playing against one of the top teams in the world. Some say the most talented, if not, let's say, top two, top three in talent in the entire game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When they're on 10 ping and you're on 30, that is significant. You have players <laughs> who have talent already just being able to out-talent you in pretty much every single situation, get streaks, the whole nine. So I will say it again. I think FaZe will probably, would probably win this series. I think it could have looked different. And you, you can't say there was no world where Optic 
didn't make it more competitive. There's just no way. I just think 20 milliseconds, if it was like 50 milliseconds, right? If it was 20 versus 70, I would understand. That's like, what is that? That's half a second, 50 milliseconds, 100 What 100 exactly was it? What was, what were optics it was, They said it was 20 milliseconds. It's 10, 10 to 30. 30. I mean, no, it's not that bad of a difference. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh... And again, I don't know. Like, it, like looking, watching ben, the series, it's a, guys, it, it's a pretty big difference, Tom, Ben. Tom, watching this series and watch how it played off the break, I, Jays look like the team that had a better understanding of how to no, play no, this ben, map. No, no, Ben, and Ben, the same thing can be applied to the SND as ben, well. Ben, Ben, you're not yeah. understanding, though. That, that's what we're I saying. I don't understand what you're no, saying. No, 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 me and Zinni are agreeing. I, I just think it's an excuse, no, but, no, that's, but that's just my POD. No, no, no. Listen, I, I don't think, I don't, I by any means do I not think this is an excuse. I think that's Fugues. I, I, listen, I think FaZe... It was the better team. I think Optic has been looking bad. I don't think they've been looking great. So I thought they were going to get smoked in this series regardless yeah. of what they... Even if they were on the same pings. But to say that it was an excuse... It, it, listen, it it's definitely not an excuse as to why they lost. But it could be an excuse as to why Envoy's dropping a point four And they're getting completely blown out to Oblivion. Now, I don't know if, what would have happened if they were to replay on a, on a better server. Yeah. Um. Uh, it could have been a little bit closer. I'm still going with a phase 3-1 or 3-0. I still think phase is the well more well more rounded. I think they're the better team. I think Optic has a lot of problems right now. And I agree with you a bit with their teamwork and, and stuff like that. I think they have a lot to work on. Um, and, and by any means, I don't think any of them are bad players. I think they're all incredible. They're all superstar players. Some of the best players to ever do it. Top five players to ever play COD. But it's like, right now, they're not looking good. And it's just a tough thing to talk about. I'm sorry to cut you off, Tom. Yeah, no, I agree no, no, with no, that. No, no, it's a tough... It, it, go ahead. It's tough you to go. talk go about ahead. because FaZe is currently the better team, and I don't think it's even debatable, really, right? Like, if you're going off recent events and how they've been playing, FaZe is the stronger team. But to say that this was a super fair match is also insane. Because yeah, it's for as a player, you will have... There are 48 starters in the league. All 48 would tell you playing Atlanta phase on host is nearly impossible. Like, yeah. especially that team. Like, they're already good enough. Put them oh, on their host. It, it's fucking, it, it's nearly impossible to beat them. So, listen, like I said, I think phase would probably win, but I do think it's fair. It, it, it's unfair to act like Optic would just get blown out. But, like, I but, agree. but let's circle back. I, I don't want to talk about this too much, but I want to clean up with this. I understand that point, in, but as we discussed earlier, I have questions about how they ended up in this position to begin with. Were they just content with, with playing Atlanta on the Atlanta host and they knew oh, they man. were going to play on a before? Listen, I'll say it again. But if this, they knew and then they complained they about know. it after, that's horseshit. If they didn't no, know, they, completely Tom, different story. Tom, you're saying they didn't know. Envoy's says that they knew. I'm we had so, RJ, but, but we had RJ in the just, chat saying that he knew. But Envoy just dropped it that's in the why, chat. He said he didn't know. And now Formo know, just put it in the chat. Changes, Tom, I had no idea. What's going on? Can we get a fucking optic guy in here just to talk real quick? Modon, they're in the chat. Spam it in the fucking chat. We they need somebody to come. Well, yeah, I bro. To, I love to talk about this more. Somebody get these guys a fucking team speak, bro. Um, I, I don't understand. I really don't get it. And that's why when I first started talking about it, the first thing I said was, I'm just really confused. I'm just really confused on how this happens. Was this a problem that the league had? Uh, was there a problem in Chicago? I, the way I'm being told the story, this is a problem on the league side and on the Chicago side. They both fucked up. They both fucked up because yeah, you, ha you have information Envoy being... Envoy wants to join. He said, like, yeah. all right. I'll, 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 uh, I'll send Envoy the yeah, tweet again. Send ahead. it to him. I'm confused because I'm hearing Chicago's getting emails. They're being told they're playing on the server. Clay's dropping them points and stuff like this. And then I'm being... And then on top of that, I don't even understand... How the server's even messed up, which is where I think the colleague might have had a t maybe there was a typo. 
Maybe there was something wrong with the email. So it sounds like there was problems on both sides. And it led to this. It led to fucking this. And it, it led to a... To a sh let's, let's just be honest. The match was not fair in terms of like co a professional competitive match. There was a clear advantage to one team to the other. Now, that's not to take away from FaZe because they're an incredible team. And I think they're one of the best, if not the best in the game. Uh, along the likes of like New York, Toronto, you know, we talked about the top three, whatever. But I mean, you, it's just a very tough situation, like Zinni said, because I think the better team won. But I don't think it's bad to be complaining about this if you're on the optic side, because I, if I know if I was optic and I was competing and I found out I was playing Atlanta on an Atlanta server that I thought was going to be San Luis, and I found out after the match that they were pinging five or nine or nine to ten, whatever ten. I would, I would, I would lose my shit. What sucks also is like, you can feel in the match that like these guys are shitting on us, and it changes the way you play, right? Like if you're optic, and you're getting put down in every single scenario, like FaZe was putting them down, it completely changes like the flow of the team. Like it, it like the team just starts doing shit that they wouldn't do. It's like your challenges are slow, your your trades are slow. It completely changes the way you play the game. As as soon as you realize like, yo. What User the fuck is going on? These guys are walking through us. So we have uh, Dylan Envoy in the chat now. We'll wait for him to unmute and set up his mic in a second, but we'll ask him here. Yo, on sort of the Yo what's, what's up, done? Dylan? How you doing, bro? What's going on, man? Listen, man, I know today was a little bit of a rough one. You were streaking in other ways. I saw the I tweets. Very, I very much was. <laughs> <laughs> but kind of like, I don't know. I'm just a little confused, man, because we, we're obviously talking about it, and we're, we're looking at it from the outside looking in, but kind of just break down what the hell happened from your, from your POV. All right, I'll start off with, first off, I haven't looked at these emails in a while. I usually just click on them, get on my inbox, mm -hmm. which is my fault. It's pretty much all the standard same things we've done at the be beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. And like the, the CDL chooses what servers we're going to be on. It's not like last year where we veto them. So there's like whatever we're going to play on, we're going to play on. And I trust like, you know, their decision making because apparently they have people behind the scenes, you know, looking at our pings and all that. Um, the thing is, is clay brought it up in a chat with everyone and i didn't think much of it and mm -hmm. the rep was off for four days or over the weekend and he didn't respond to us so i was just you know thinking that you know it it'll be in the best they're going to pick what's in our best interests right yeah and last time we played on st louis server versus phase at the very beginning of the season so i don't see why we wouldn't have been on the same server because we're in the same locations uh-huh but so it's just a so, wait, so, wait, 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 a follow-up question real, real quick tom yeah so, the, the referee so, so was on vacation apparently right so you, you you messaged your player relations coordinator and he didn't respond did you guys have a conversation with you know hector or management to say hey can you check in with someone else in the league we're playing atlanta on atlanta server doesn't make much sense like let's see if we can get this sorted out well clearly that didn't no. happen they played on no, a fucking atlanta server <laughs> yeah we played so. on the atlanta server and the thing is is we ping the exact same to atlanta as we ping to st louis like if you look at a map, we're pretty much the exact same, you know, ways away, and you can't really tell by just being in the match. But I can look at, you know, Atlanta's pings or whoever we're playing against, and obviously theirs are going to be lower if they're on Atlanta compared to St. Louis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I mean, from what you just said, so ba so you guys did know, and basically you... I don't know, because everybody's no, chat saying not, lazy not, shit. I don't think not, intentionally Optic said, fuck it, we don't care, let's play in Atlanta. It, it sounds like a mistake from your guys' end that you thought would get resolved, but didn't. I definitely should have done more. I sh should have done more. I should have went out my way and, you know, 
made sure it was right. It was going to be right when we came to the match, and I didn't, and that's on me. But which is I why mean, I said that should be like triple checked. In I don't the first think it's fair to put it, it sent out but that, on but, you completely either. But, like you have teammates and you have a staff, and like, yeah. yeah, I think to put it on you solely, whether whether you saw the email or not, like. I don't think it's fair for you to take the sole blame for this. I think that's horseshit. And just to add on, I was I was just saying that's why I feel like it's just problems on both ends. I mean, there is clearly problems on the league side because it was wrong. The server was just wrong. And on the other side, there was problems with Optic Chicago because I think you guys learned from this now. I think for some reason, Dylan, I feel like you're going to be checking that email list every t every single yeah, time I now. I definitely will. Yeah, right? I mean, what because sucks like, is this will never I mean, happen again, but yeah. it, it happened in such an important match that, like, it's just like fuck. Like now you're starting in losers bracket, and I mean I've said it before. Yeah. Like who knows if it would have changed the outcome, but at least the maps and the games I think could have been closer, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, as of recent though, I mean obviously we haven't looked the best, um, but like our practice these last two days have been really good, um, and we thought we were gonna do better. And then just to play on that just sucks, obviously. But Phase has definitely been the better team. Like we're not discrediting them at all, and they like shit on us still. Um, and we're making really blatant mistakes, but um, yeah, we just well, gotta get better. I mean, it, I mean, I was defending you guys and the fact that like it's a lot easier to make mistakes once you realize like these guys are just literally walking through us. Like, it kind of just throws everything off when a team like that oh, is just theater. like laughing at you to the point where it's like, I don't think anybody in this, if anybody in this chat or whatever, like I know you're getting a lot of flack because of your bad game. It's like. That's horseshit. Like that's like I don't think there's a world where you well, actually go out there and drop a point four. Like you've been a top player, and I think you've been receiving a lot of hate. Uh, and and it's it's not an excuse. It's a very fucking valid excuse if it is an excuse. Like it is not easy to uh, to play on that. Well, the only thing that really bothers me right now about people spamming excuses yeah. in the chat is like I mean Envoy just said it himself. He he's not discrediting anyone, guys. You know what I'm saying? The whole point of the show is so they can come on and tell their side of the story, which is exactly what we're getting. And the last yeah. thing he said was, you know, full credit to FaZe. He feels like they're the better team. But at the end of the day, guys, it's it sucks to play on a server like that. I mean, there's like we said, there's a clear advantage and a clear disadvantage to one team and the other. And when you're playing professionally, that's just fugues. It's a pile of fucking fugues. Um, so it, it was just, it sucks because, like Zinni said, this was such a big match. And I would have liked to see, like, you know, these two teams go at it on an even playing field. Um, and as much as I do think FaZe were the better team, and they came out and showed that, um, I think we would have had a better match if we were on a better server, personally. I still think FaZe would have won. I'm sorry, Envoy, I know you're in the call. No, nah, I, I, I mean, I, I still yeah, we, think, we've been playing bad recently. Yeah, I still think FaZe would have won, but I mean, I think we would have seen a better series in this. Because this, well, it just seemed like a bunch of fucking fugues to sum it up. The only let's, the issue let's I pivot, see is, um, sorry. Let's, let's pivot off the server thing, because I think we're kind of talking circles about no, it. Before so I you, go, no, go let ahead, me go, go real ahead, quick, then, just about like, I saw Brandon type in the chat quad host. It's like, the only thing I disagree with from your guys then is like, yeah, you guys were fucked over, but it just looks like you guys are trying to discredit FaZe. And it's not FaZe's fault. Like, I don't, like, just to be completely clear, FaZe did nothing wrong in this situation but play the game. It just so happened they were at an advantage that there was some miscommunication where Atlanta probably thought that you guys knew and or whatnot, and, and you guys did kind of know. It's just a shit show. But to, to discredit FaZe and how they played, it's like, yeah, I don't think it would have been that dominant, but um, FaZe is obviously a good team. Now we can uh, move on. Envoy, from your POV, what do you think is like the root of your guys' struggles in the last couple of weeks? Well, in recent, well, in SD, our teamwork has looked like really good. Um, if you're gonna like any have any type of teamwork in SD, um, yeah, it has been good search. But definitely. respawn, 
I think everyone knows like we really haven't had much teamwork recently. Um, I think we're pretty indecisive of like what we want to do. But I mean, recently it feels like we've been getting better like that in practice, and we just haven't been able to translate. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's the story with a lot of pro teams. Yep. I feel like they know their problems, and sometimes fixing those problems are a lot harder than than people think. Like it's not as simple. It's just not so black and white. Where it's like you're doing this, go back to practice, fixing, you're good to go. Like sometimes it takes time for that kind of stuff like that to happen. Uh, obviously, the last few weeks you guys haven't looked the best. But, I mean, one thing you guys can't deny is the talent that you guys have in the squad, right? Like, I mean, from top to bottom, yeah. you guys are very talented. So, I think a lot of it just comes down to, you know, just kind of, you know, just don't give up on it. Just keep going into practice and, and go in with a positive energy and just make sure you guys don't give up on yourselves. Because you see a lot of pro teams just when things aren't going their way, um, you just see you just see it in their, you hear it in their comms, you see it in their gameplay. They just give up on the team. They give up on themselves. And especially... Now that we're going back to land, and I know that's been a big conversation, the the online shit, the, the land stuff. We're going back to land. I mean, it's going to be an even playing field. And I know someone like you and players that you have on the team love land and love the atmosphere. So, I mean, you guys are ultimately just preparing for the big one, no? At the end yeah. of the day. I mean, no. I mean, we're we're not out of this major yet still. I mean, yeah. we got you a whole still week make to, a run. Yes, yeah, sure. You guys run, definitely but, have a deep one in you. Yeah. For sure. Uh, for sure. I mean, but that'd be, that'd be even better heading into the next stage and i mean either way we still have to be like work at getting better online because i think league matches are still going to be online so mm -hmm. um yeah just got to get better on uh, but from your guys's end of you guys since you guys have a really nice facility tom and i and i think Zen, you, you've always seen there the hex court is a super cool spot have you guys talked about maybe hosting uh, in the lead up to stage four hosting some kind of boot camp with some other teams that hasn't came up at all i don't even think I'm not sure if that's allowed. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's going to be allowed. Like from what I'm, fr nah, from what allowed. I know, no, no, I, no. I don't think no. that'd be a, I don't think that'd be a good idea anyway. No, from what I know, like even at the LAN, I don't think you can like mingle and hang out with other teams like it's just a casual LAN, right? Like we're going yeah. back on LAN to play on LAN. We're not going to LAN to hang out and drink and party with each other. Like we're going there to play matches on land and if anyone gets like the virus then it's like fucking chalked yeah, yeah your, your whole team's chalked or you have to get enough subs to you know yeah. what what about i mean it's, it's a pretty large space i mean you could have one team come in test everybody to make sure they don't have it social distance people like you guys haven't talked at all about you know using i that mean that always gets tricky because the testing's not very accurate sometimes right like sometimes doesn't it take like a week or like say i get the virus today say i got it today yeah. i go get it tested i'm going to the, to the league and I get tested, I don't have it. Two weeks down the line, it, it, then it'll start coming up on a test. Isn't that right? Or, or that could be complete so there, fucking two There's two type of tests. Obviously, there's the PCR test. Everybody jokes about the big uh, thing and stuck up your nose. That's the PCR test. And then you have uh -huh. the rapid tests, which, uh, you know, can be accurate, can cannot be accurate depending on the use of the test. But you can mix and match both. You could require a team to say everybody, before we do the scrim, has to get PCR tested. Mm -hmm. uh, and these are standards that, that everybody's been doing. They've been using in sports league to try and get back in the, in the shape. I'm just curious if any level with all the teams in Dallas, if any teams are thinking about trying to figure out how to get some land practice in before the major and maybe understand the differences in this game, especially on land. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it'd on. be great. Let's but go. I mean, like, I, that, that thought hasn't even gone through my head. I'm just like, I think everyone's too excited to get back on the land. That has even crossed my mind at boot camp. I haven't seen one of those in like a year and a yeah, half. Yeah, the boot camps are, are fun, especially at the hex quarters. Cause there's boot no, camps are great. Yeah, they yeah. are great. There's just a lot of room. And I'm going to be honest, Ben, like, come on, like one or two teams. There's so many teams down here already. I mean, I'm going to be honest, guys. I hang out with my, I hang out with people here. Like I hang, like I hang out with my friends. A lot of things are open here. Um, in yeah. Texas, they really don't care. And at the end of the day, I mean, we can social distance, you know, like we can, 
we could still have a boot camp and not have to be all over each other. Like we could wear a mask, we could social distance. There's, uh, I, I think it's fine. Yeah, I think someone brings up the bottle of Azul and then people are on their knees taking shots. It gets dangerous. Well, what quick, do you mean um, taking shots? What the shots fuck are you talking camp? about? It's a boot camp. <laughs> it's it's oh, at the I'd end of like like for instance like the NBA <laughs> oh, right? Like they all they all get tested. They're all wearing masks <laughs> on the court and shit. Like I mean, uh, listen, I I think it won't be that big of a deal. It's not like we're stuffing the the hex quarters with people because then that's a problem. That's a problem. You don't want to do that. But I, I don't think, I think, if, you know, if they take the right precautions, make sure everybody's coming in, hand sanitizer at the door, wash your hands, uh, make sure you got a mask on till you sit down at your setup. Make, you know what I'm saying? Just make sure you're, you're good to go. I mean, I could definitely see a, a, a little HQ, maybe local land type practice. Who's the whatever. enforcer? Sender? What do you Put mean, your sender? fucking mask on, scraps. <laughs> you, can, you can hire. I mean, there are companies you can hire to, to enforce COVID policy. There's a lot of ways you can do it. At, and and at, the, it at the end of the day, listen, I know COVID is a very serious thing. So, I, you know, if it, if it's not a good idea, I don't want it to happen. If if people are very, you know, um, at the end of the day, just make sure you guys are wearing your mask and staying safe and just making sure you're taking the right precautions because we don't want anybody getting sick. And, and COVID is a serious thing. So we'll see. I think that's a good idea, Ben, to, to do something like that, like a pre-land we haven't seen in a while. And especially since we're going back to land. And the pros are going to be seeing each other in person anyway. Um, I'm sure the pros are taking the right steps to make sure that they're safe. Um, so that's the only reason why I said that. But My biggest worry about this whole land is like, like Dylan said, right? Like, you get a couple players on your team that get COVID. It's like, what, you forfeit? Are you to sign players on 14 days? And it just... Mm -hmm. And how know, hard like, is that to play? Like... It's, one day's notice yeah. against all these teams that have I'm, months of practice? I'm happy we're going back to land, but I'm also like... I look at it and I'm like, this is this could get interesting. I I, I hope to God it goes 100% smooth and and everything's fine. But like, the potential for a shit show to occur, it's there's potential so there. Let's let hope me it does. let me ask a question. And you guys may not know, obviously, because you know not all teams will talk to other teams about this topic. But do you know if a lot of players in advance of this are trying to get both shots of the vaccine or the one and done from Johnson and Johnson before they show up, so they're safe from that perspective? I mean, I'm going to be honest, it's very easy to get a vaccine here in, te in Texas, especially Dallas. If you guys are in Dallas, if you're a pro player in Dallas, go to CVS.com, go to their website. You can literally schedule. I can get one tomorrow if I want. I, that's literally what I did. I booked an appointment and went the next day or went a few days later. That You go into the CVS, they, they bop you in the arm, and they call it a day. All right, get out of here. And, uh, you know, yeah, I got, no, I got it, it was very it easy. easy over one, there, two, but... three, bada bing, bada boom, and I was it done. It is also a personal choice. Like, some players may not Don't want, want it. To, exactly. to get that vaccine and... That's totally up to the individual. Like yep. that is their choice. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm hoping, and honestly, I think everything will go well, right? Like I have full faith that this land will be operated uh, in, in a safe way because I don't think there's a world where we'd have a land if that wasn't possible, right? So, mm -hmm. um, listen. Activision is a large corporation. Yeah. They've got a, a, a army of lawyers and logistical people that would work nine day to make sure they don't, you know. Yeah. Get, get an issue here so I, I agree with these and i think you know they'll, they'll force policies uh, but i was just curious if teams are trying to figure out this transition uh and see how they can give their teams a little bit of advantage because these these two you know stage four is super important stage five as well uh for both seeing the major and for some teams that's going to be the difference between them making top eight or going to the golf course uh, after stage five and to answer the question yes i'll be traveling with the team to land oh just you know are if, just know okay. if, if needed the big guns there Wait, that means that means you're gonna be in uh you're gonna be in Texas. I mean, yeah, but as I said before, I'm not sure if I'll be able to hang out. And you know, it's 
it's we'll see. We'll It'll be on a strict schedule. Hey, I'm not yeah. sure what the rules are really, so I don't want to be like, hey, Tom, I'll fucking see you soon. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, ideally I'll be able to stream and and whatnot there, right? Because that would suck. But yeah, I'll be there and I'll be ready to fucking come out firing if needed. Which <laughs> I I hope I'm not needed because it, if I am needed, it means one of my teammates are sick, and that's not what I not want. Not good. Yeah, ever. you don't want that. Uh, so um, yeah, I'll be there just in case though. Well, that's always good. I mean, we can get back into the series, but I mean. I'm sure. Uh, what is there to talk about? Honestly, I, Envoy, I don't know if you even want to join in and, and talk about this because you're probably in your head. You're like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, because obviously, I this, mean, like, let's be there's honest. There's nothing from my POV to watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ass. It's just one of those things where it's like, you guys just need to, yeah, you can watch it back. Maybe there's some mistakes here or there, but at the end of the day, just keep practicing and, and keep doing what you're doing. There definitely was some Fugues. I checked theater a couple times. Some Fugues for sure. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's the best way to put it. Fugues. It's a great word. It's a great word. Yeah. I love the vocabulary. End of the day, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna keep working. Hopefully, uh, be better come next week. Yeah, I think that's one thing I do love about you guys' team is just the culture that you guys have. I feel like you all like really just respect each other, and you guys always try to stay positive. I'm sure you guys come and have some negative, you know, arguments here or there, but I mean that's just every team, right? Like, yeah, just we gotta to get be better. each other to yeah, you have you know, to. to improve, but. End of the day, like we're having a good time, and we ha we know we have like all the right pieces. Yeah, to make this work. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. So we'll we'll just end it there. I mean, we're I think we should move on to the next series okay. and and just talk about Dallas and Minnesota. You guys are welcome to yeah, stay in here I'm if you want. Out. You could dip out. Thank you for coming no on, Dale. Thanks for having on. Yeah, Appreciate no you, bro. Guys. Have a good yeah. one. You too. Uh, Zin, you, 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 you chilling? Zin, you want to talk about this last series or what? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna call my aunt real quick. I gotta call her back, wish her sure, happy birthday, and, and then I'll yeah. uh, I'll turn back in a bit. Hey, hey Zin, why is there a Zin of, is fat spamming a chat? Was that TJ? It was TJ, but his head looks like a fucking planet, so I'm not sure why he's in here <laughs> calling me <laughs> fat because uh, that guy, uh, Jesus, he's huge. So uh, I'll be Listen, back. Listen, for for maybe newer viewers, it's always a good banter between Methods and TJ. It's been going on That's for a long boy. time. That's yeah. my boy. That's my boy. And, I, and, I, and real quick before we go into the next series, I just want to give a huge shout out to the stream, man. We hit over 11,000 viewers, so I just want to say thank you to everyone joining in. In supporting the show, uh, following the stream, we have a lot of new followers coming in. So just make sure to follow the stream, man. And I just appreciate you guys uh, showing mad love. So uh, just I just want to say that before going into the next series, I fucking love you guys, man. Zoom off, y'all, I'm fucking top. But let's go on over to the next series. We have Dallas Empire going up against the Minnesota Rocker, and you know this one was was a weird one for me. I ended up I thought Minnesota was gonna come out and and play better than that. I thought they were gonna come out and beat Dallas because I just I honestly didn't think Dallas had been looking that good. But Dallas came out to play today. And this is what you expect from guys like this. And this is why I've been saying, you know, I want to see more from Dallas because I know they have a lot more than this in the tank. And granted, they, you know, the Tyler felony pickup was was new and they needed some more time. But it's good to see them back in action, Ben, winning series like this. Yeah, so the first thing that stood out to me uh, when I looked at these videos is Apocalypse Hardpoint. We hadn't seen Dallas play that map at all uh, in the two stages since it's been here. And we did end up seeing it because it's map four. So that was kind of stood out. The rest of the map seemed pretty straightforward. Uh, these teams both like scoring up here. You know, Tom, we'll get in this series. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to the players in Dallas. Specifically, uh, I thought Ilian Fellow played very well today. Yep. Uh, you know you know that uh, uh, you're always going to get a good performance from Shotzi. I know Krim's been having some like up and down uh, recently uh, since they made the change. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think he'll figure it out. On the flip side, Tom, so I was kind of digging in after this series on sort of the stats around Minnesota. Yeah. And it's it's been kind of an interesting ride for them. 
Especially in respawns. Uh, so they're three and seven, unless I'm off on this and someone correct me if I'm mistaken in terms of these map counts. They're three and seven in a hard point in stage three, two and four in S and D, and four and one in control. So they've they figured out some of their control issues, but the hard point is still a huge problem. I know one of those S and Ds was a tough loss. Um, they played a lot of close searches. I think the biggest thing that's tricky that stands out to me, Tom, and looking in like overall KDs. Uh-huh. Uh, is I think accuracy has been having a tough couple of weeks. Um, and it's not just like a, a 0.95 sort of issue. I think he's sort of in the, in the high eights. So mm-hmm. I think they need a little bit more production out of him. Uh, they've gotten really good production of standing and priest. If you look at the overall stats, um, but I think more consistency for Minnesota, uh, you and I both agree. Like the talent on the team is very good and they have what it takes to really contend and potentially win a chip. Uh, but right now, I don't think all four players are kind of firing at the same time. And you look a little bit off and especially a hard point at the moment. Yep. I mean, I got the stats right here for you. Um, yeah, look, accuracy is definitely struggling a little bit. But I mean, the damage is there, right? I mean, he still has the same amount of damage as his team. Um, you know, he, he yes, he has a .82. The, you know, the, it, it, it fluctuates for sure. But you also have Krimstix at a .83 right on the other side with less yeah. damage than he does. So you definitely want to see more production coming out of those guys. Um, but at the same time... Uh, if they're playing better as a team, and maybe I'm sure there's a lot of mistakes that they were making that they're going to go back and, and look on, it'll probably make somebody like Accuracy or, you know, Krim, depending on whatever, play better, to be honest. Um, now, I agree with you. Maybe uh, we do want to see a little bit more production out of some of these players because, you know, you can't have anybody slacking when you have some of these teams that are at the top that are that are just so talented from top to bottom. Hey, you definitely want to make sure people are coming in. Um, just frying and doing their thing, but let's get back into the gameplay, Ben. What what were your initial thoughts coming into this first map? We start with a Moscow hardpoint. Um, Dallas end up coming out hot. Yeah. Uh. So Dallas end up winning this one. It's pretty close. I think Minnesota makes a couple like really key mistakes at, at toward the end of this match. This one doesn't really necessarily hurt them. They basically kind of commit to this last 15 seconds. They don't choose to actually rotate to this new hill. Mm-hmm. So as you see, number one, all of Dallas basically spawns new. Uh, because no one from Minnesota backed up to try and set up. It actually ends up not like really hurting Minnesota. All Wait, that why badly. did they get split? Why did they? Why did they? They all hit old. Tom, no one's no yeah, one's yeah, blocking. Yeah, 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 yeah. They all hit old, but and then, and they're and they're also crossing in the back alley. Yeah, here, yeah so you're right, like, you're right, you're right. See, hill, I, yeah. I didn't look at that right, but yeah. you're right. They're they're pushing around back alley. Um, so that's what did it. I see. At first, I saw three people on street like this, and I saw them spawn. I was like, wait. Why didn't they spawn in the back? And then I, I, the back alley guy was there, so that's what that's what messed it all so up. Now you, now you get a little bit of a mixy situation because you're getting splits all over the place. I think Minnesota ended up getting a bunch of these kills here, but again, this ended up being a close map that they lost by 18 points. Mm-hmm. So the little mistakes here uh, made a difference. And then as we watched this through, I thought that Ender went really big on. Um, Actually, no, Illy went big on the rotation before this. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but Minnesota actually get a hold here to kind of make this map close. Uh, and then they kind of screw up a rotation to P3. So I'm going to kind of skip through the rest of this P1, Tom. Yeah. We'll watch a little bit of the P2, and then we'll talk about what happens a little bit on the P3. For sure. Um, just, to, just to add on to the yeah. whole Illy thing, you, you said he's been playing well. I heard that Illy, from my sources, has been yeah. playing a lot of COD. Like, I'm talking about a, a lot, a lot. <laughs> And I, and, and I do love that because it just shows yeah. that the kid really wants to win. And he's running a new role. So, of course, he's going to come in and he's going to do his thing. And... I just want to, you know, that that's just respectable. There's nothing but respect for me if you're putting in that extra time. I heard he's been playing amateur eights. Um, apparently, he's been playing a lot because there's no pro eights. P- professional yeah, players are not. Pro eights haven't happened for weeks. There's, there's no professional happening. eights uh, play, being played right now. You guys know that I like to tune into pro eights and, and kind of cast and just have a good time and talk to the chat, but there hasn't been any of that in the last few weeks. 
Um, so Illy, he's finding other ways to get those extra hours in. At the same time, if Illy is watching, make sure you don't burn yourself out. Um, because sometimes quality is better than quantity. And that's the only thing I'll say to you. But, um, you know, I like the, I like the fact that he's just putting in the time and putting in the work, Ben. It just shows that he wants to win. Um, and then Crim6, on the other hand, you're double negative. Pick it the fuck up, Porter. What the fuck are you doing sitting at 11 and 22? You're better than that. You're fucking better than that. What the fuck is this, Ben? Yeah, so Tom, I want to talk about this PP rotation. I think this was maybe less of a mistake from Minnesota and more of a great play. We've seen Dallas do a lot on this hill. Mm -hmm. So they're in a situation here. They do have one person coming from old. They have control of P3 time. As we play this out, watch the play that Dallas makes. And for our audio listeners at home, we're watching P3 on uh, Moscow Hardpoint. Mm -hmm. What Dallas will do is that when a team is hitting the back on them, they will re-pinch them alley and go right behind them on those stairs, uh -huh. right by bank, and shoot all the guys in the back. And that ends up actually winning them this map. Uh, what was a very close situation because Minnesota actually get a couple of kills here on this rotation uh, uh -huh. to make it kind of mixy, but this really heads up play ends up being the difference. Well, Priesta, he comes around the backside. He's able to pick up a big two-piece to kind of open things up. But then you have Crimsix who makes that play from mid-map. You're right. He just yeah. absolutely flanks him. He pops a big two-piece. So, yes, he's sitting at 13 and 22, but he made the game-winning play for them. So, shout-out to Crimsix. Um, But I think once he comes in from behind... And he just takes them down and picks up that two-piece and kind of spawns them out. Just shut down their whole push. Like, Preston went big, and it just got completely shut down. Um, but then it gets a little bit mixy again, Ben. Towards yeah. the end. Um, Trays are going back and forth. Uh, somehow, Minnesota just kept finding their way to make things hectic. And, you know, watching back backstage uh, with, with Clay and, and some of the other guys, one thing that was said is, you know, these Dallas guys, Clay knows how they play, right? So yeah. these guys, they love to push uh, scrap time. If, if it comes down to, like, do you rotate or do you push the scrap and try and win? Because you always get those mixy situations at the end of a game where it's like, what do you do? You know, you, ha you need to make that split decision. Should we rotate or should we push old? Um, and I think I like the play out of Dallas to push old here. I think yeah. with, with 20 seconds left, they only need 9 seconds to win. Minnesota is forced to rotate because if Dallas rotates, they're done. So if Dallas takes advantage of, the, of Minnesota rotating, they use their numbers to get into that scrap time and get the rest of the, the points, um, it's a great play. They use their numbers, they get the trades, they get back on the hill, they throw some trophies down, and they're good to go. Um, so just a good heads-up play out of Dallas at yep. the end there and good and good teamwork, good teamwork out of them. They were all on and the there, same page. There were some interesting plays, Tom. I know like if we go back a little bit, Sandy, so so they got kind of mixy, and Sandy had an opportunity, I think this, it was a bit of a 50-50 play, so I don't quite blame him, but... He ends up pushing out in that mixy situation and actually by him not being in the hill there for one of the one or two seconds that was needed to ensure that they would have won on that P3 time, that ended up creating a little bit more extra mix. So I think it's it just things were kind of happening pretty fast and that's sort of a big ask because he's trying to kill the guys in elbow. Mm. Ultimately, I thought Dallas did play this map pretty well at the end of the game and they put themselves in a really good position, Tom. Going up 1-0, going to the S&D mm -hmm. uh, in a Miami map, which I think really suits their play style. Yeah, and the Miami S&D was, uh, was an interesting map. I felt like both teams were playing in slow motion, which is not a bad thing because Miami S&D is one of those maps where you really need patience. You really need to get your info um, and, and just try and get those picks, right? So we go into a Miami S&D. And, and again, there was a few rounds that, that, I, that I saw. The, the one 1v3 that I saw from Standy really stood out. Um, this fellow uh, 1v3 in, in the beginning, too. And, and, and then fellow, yeah, and then fellow. And then again, I, I always like to give props to players on the show because people deserve it. And one person I want to give props to is fellow. Um, he, he came out today, and, and he showed why he's capable of, of playing at the highest level with, with these pro players. I mean, he, he came out, and he and he did his thing. 
Um, and of course, he had big shoes to fill coming into this to this team, guys. He comes in, hook out, fellow in. Everybody's all up in arms. Everybody's complaining about the change. And yes, while I do agree, Hook probably should have stayed, or I think they should have kept him. Um, fellow was put in a in a spot where there's a, just a lot of pressure on him and a lot of eyes. And the fact that he's coming out here and and even just watching him on on webcam, Ben. Um, just seeing how confident he is, it's it's nice to see. Can I ask you something, Ben? What the fuck yeah. are you smiling over there right, for? I was, I was trying to retweet, but go um, ahead. Sometimes, sometimes I see Ben smiling, and I don't can't get, tell. Don't get, don't get distracted on my smiles. I, I, I'm focus. sorry. I just can't tell yeah. if I'm saying something that's funny. And I'm, uh, <laughs> no, you're, you're and I'm like, what funny. the fuck is funny? What am I, a clown to you? So, so this is a really, actually, really sick clutch out of fellow. So we'll watch this play out. First off, as uh, we're watching Miami SD here, you always know on offense where accuracy is going to be on the map. He's going to be on that balk, putting down shots. Every fucking round he's there. I literally, take his head off. every round. Yeah, but, I mean, the one thing that L Lamar will say is, like, yeah, I am up there every round. But, I mean, it's a good spot. It's hard to kill people out of there. He's, he's giving good comms, too. Like, um, he's... But, but but at the same time, I think he should switch it up a little bit. I don't think he should do the same thing every round. Um, Just because teams are going to start taking advantage of their setups, that they're doing the same thing every round. Um, So, I definitely... But this was a, a great play out of Tyler Fell. He used the time to his advantage. He was yeah. able to take him down, and then you know he had one. He made it a one v one situation with six, seven seconds left on the clock, and he just kind of played the played the time and and just held his pre-aim. So good patience out of him. Um, he he read the round really well, and that was a big round too to kick things off hot. Yeah. Um, but moving forward, anything that 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 you saw Ben that really uh, caught your eye? And one thing Clay said to me when you see fellow when his eyebrows go down like that, that means he's came out to play. That means he's ready, but that's what Clay told me. I don't know how true it is, but Clay. I mean, he would know. I mean, he's, he's team with the they're guy. Very they're very good. Yeah, he's team with the guy. Clay and Feller are great friends. Yeah. Apparently, if you see Fellow's eyebrows go down like that into his eyes, then he's in he's in fucking demon mode. That's I'm what I. I'm a fucking vampire. I feel like I'm watching Edward Cohen. <laughs> what do you mean Edward Cohen? What's the problem? Uh, you no, get the reference? Vampire fucking vibes. What the fuck did you tweet, Ben? Did you tweet something in the middle of the show? Yeah, but I mean, we'll, we'll pull it up after this segment. What'd you tweet? Let me, let me read this shit. Let Hold me on. take a look. We, Hold we'll, on. We'll put, we'll, put a, we'll put a pause. You want to pull up my response to Dashi? <laughs> it's a pretty good response. You know, I'll yeah. give it to you, Ben. Uh, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll fucking give it to you. That's a good one. You got Elon yeah. Musk. Smoking on some papanya. You know what I'm saying? What do you think yeah. about us getting some papanya on the show? I, I don't think we should be answering that question on the show. It's not legal where I'm at or where you're at either. Okay. Legal here in Toronto. I'll spark it up for the boys. Okay, let's move on then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We could always relocate. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, that's a good response. But back to the match. But yeah, but going back to this match, it's a pretty mixy round. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a couple rounds here. This is a really uh, good play. First of all, I thought Priest had played really well in this series. I know they lost, but I feel like Preston's been playing better and better with each series. He has. He's on the flex role. Uh, especially in this SND, I felt like he was making some good heads up plays. And this is a nice play to him, especially in this 2v2. They were kind of mixing and end up winning the one uh, to go ahead and level things. Dude, Fellow see, like, was cracked, accuracy by the way. Team shot. Uh, he does get the trade. And then Fellow takes kind of a wide child, but Preston does a good job. Gave himself a nice head glitch and positioning and does win the 1v1 there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's uh, trying to I'm going to skip ahead play. a little bit, Tom. I'm going to skip ahead to round six. This is when Stanley 1v3s. There was another. There were a couple really nice clutches on this map. This mm -hmm. is one of them as well. So... I feel like ahead. Miami is such an easy map to clutch, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. I feel like majority of the round, the rounds are, are just people playing for information, people slow playing, people trying to get picks. And when it gets to the, the point where there's only 10, 15 seconds left in a round and time is dwindling yeah. down, 
that's where players use their time the time to their advantage that's where players start using the bomb site and, and you saw it with both the fellow clutch using the time yeah. and you saw it in the standy clutch and that's what happens when you wait to the last second to try and make a play you you just you you just lose options you lose options. You, you're forced on offense to make a play and try and get the bomb down, and you know people use it to their advantage. Pro players are very smart, so uh, I don't even know. I'm gonna be honest here. How the hell did this even happen? Uh, Stanley, he gets one. There's 15 seconds left on the clock. Ender, I, the problem is, is Ender needs to win this gunfight. Stanley played it very well. Um, it, it was just very well thought out, to be honest. But the problem is, Illy went for the plant too late. I mean, Dallas is just trying to plant the bomb. They went for the plant, but I think the two of them should... I, I think that they should have converged on Sandy after that kill and tried to, like, get some crossfire so they can push the action here. Or, like, I don't know. They, they got put in a really tough position because the bomb was down beach with, like, 20 seconds left. So, Inder had to go back and get the bomb mm. to get the position initially had. And that's what kind of set this whole situation up. Sandy obviously made a good play driveway as well. Great play. Great play. Um... But yeah, I mean, it's just it's just tough because they never got the bomb down early and were able to set up for any kind of post plant. Yep, and I saw the video that Stanley made an insight, and there's a bunch of guys today. But I just want to wish a happy Mother's Day to uh, to my mom. Obviously, I'm in Texas right now, mom right? And uh, you know, I was a little sad this morning, guys. I'm gonna be honest, just because you know it's Mother's Day, and, and you know, I wish I was home. I wish I was home spending Mother's Day with her. But I will be home in a week, so. Um, I'll be going home back to Jersey. But I just want to give a shout out to Mama Zuma because she's been super supportive. Um, with everything that I do, whether it was me competing or the or the stream, the content, um, just you know, we talk every single day, and I miss her and I love her. So I just want to give a shout out to Mama Zuma, and I see her in the chat. I love you, and uh, I'll see you soon. Happy Mother's Day to Show all the uh, Happy Mother's Day, man, to all the amazing mothers yep. out there. Um, being a mother is uh, probably the hardest job in the world. Um, and what? It, you ever try to play competitive COD? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Zig. Come on. I'm just kidding. Well, I guys. wanna wanna shout for my mom too. I think she's watching this show right now. So yeah, shout out, show. shout out to, to Mama Nassim. Would have loved to have come back to New York, but unfortunately couldn't make it happen. Uh, but I, I did make sure I hooked her up with a nice gift for Mother's Day. I mean, my brother got her, so and she's hanging out with the fam today. So that's nice. Uh, again, also shout out to all the mothers on this nice Mother's Day. I'm actually excited to go back to Jersey. I'm not, uh, you know, I haven't been there in a while. So just to see the whole family. I was on FaceTime yesterday and they were passing the phone to one cousin, to the other aunt, to oh, one yeah, uncle. Good to FaceTime the, 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 it was going all over the fucking house. Yeah. I had a fucking headache. I was like, my own eye, but I loved it. Like, I loved it so much. Like, I, it helped a lot. It helped a lot. So shout out to uh, to the fam back at home. Zinni, anything you want to say to Mama Zen? I mean, it's, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? I mean, I wish I could be home with my mother and my family as well, right? My, my grandparents, my aunts. Um, you know, it's part of the job, right? You know, it's we're part gamers of the job. and uh, yeah. it's tough. But of course, you know, got a nice gift, talked to her on the phone. Um, you know, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head, right? Love her and uh, can't wait to eat her food again. And um, <laughs> Yo, Zin, no bullshit, same. Because all I'd be doing over here is is ordering out, yep. and it's just, you know what, I'm tired of, actually, my girlfriend's coming tomorrow, and we're going to be cooking a lot of stuff throughout the week, cooking stream, coming soon, this week, um, and uh, we might do some homemade pastas in, we might roll the dough Ooh, and, like, cut okay. it up, okay. yeah, we might, we might, sound, we might, I mean, homemade pasta, it might be a little bit difficult, I don't know, but that might be fun, though, to try, so, do, uh, do we'll see. Of, like, counter space? Oh make yeah, sure, no, no, sure we got, got nice plenty. Yeah, yeah, we got plenty of space. Make sure you get that nice flour. Plenty of I've space. Made, I've only made pasta once, and I kind of butchered it, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got plenty of space. So shout out to Mitch Moore. You, she's in the chat, but right now she's with her mom and her family, um, having a good time. But um, shout out to Mitch. Um, but let's get back into the match. It's five four Ben in favor of Dallas Empire. The Dallas, they're on the offensive side here, so. 
you know, if Minnesota can win this defense, they push it to around 11. But Dallas, they were able to close it out. And Ben, I want you to tell me why. Well, I thought Dallas did a good job putting pressure in Beach and rotating over. And if you look at the setup that Minnesota has, you know, they're not going to get a lot of teammate support. Dylan obviously gets blooded there, attached. And the last guy who's really at the site is, is left as top purple. And the other guys are going to take a minute to rotate over. And ultimately, Dallas can be able to get the bomb down here and then get in that really good set that we've seen a lot on Miami. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and hold the dock side. Make a play in a head glitch. It's really hard to kill someone off of there. Yeah, and that's why I said if, if teams can somehow work a plant on this B-bomb site and, and are able to get out and get back onto those head glitches, I mean, you're basically securing the round. Unless you get absolutely world star or somebody hits a route, it, it, you can break it. It's not guaranteeing it, but you're putting yourself in a good spot. One thing that I really like that at Dallas, watching them play this map, were the Nate spots. They were coordinating yeah. their tacks. Um, and you don't see it often in this game because there's a lot of trophies and people don't really play off their tacks that much. Um, we saw it a lot in, in MW, but I think the main thing is just the way that they're they're lining tacks over buildings, and they're they're definitely doing their homework, right? They're going back in private matches. They're figuring out where they can just stack grenades and, and maybe get control. And I, I just like the way that they were throwing those nades over the building. They were all landing on that B-bomb site. That way, if anybody's there, they they get weakened or they get taken out, and they're able to push onto that site and get full control. So good heads-up play out of Dallas. And uh, it was good to see. It was good to see that they were uh, very well prepared. And what a team, to add on to that, with Krim6 and, and Tyler Fellow on it, you know, and, and keep in mind, Illy's also grinding and shots. All those guys are definitely going to be well prepared. Um, so shout out to Dallas for that one. But then we go into a control. Dallas, they go up 2-0, and uh, Raid Control is the third map in. Yeah, let's uh, let's listen in because we're gonna go ahead and get Dallas's comms here in a second. I was curious, kind of how the lesson went. Yeah, let's go on board with National Game listening with Dallas Empire. Yo, help me. I'm Wow, Tiki, absolute sandy. He's half health, one's money. Oh, top ring, top ring, top ring. Top ring. Wow. Drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it. And, and kitchen, guys, kitchen. Drop it, drop it, drop it. And there's a guy top. Powerful. Watch out, Javi. I got him. Nice. They can be mid. Top ring, right? Top ring. Oh, one shot top ring. Okay. I'm yo, 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 listen. I have two shakes, by the way. Top ring. One more ring. Attach. I have Z pinch. I have Z pinch. Yeah, they're going to Nice. Three, three. Get A. They're probably going to be on pinch. Ramp, ramp, I think. He's probably going to go top and play exit, too. I'm looking top. Marty middle, guys. I'm going mid. I'm going mid. Yep, I'm holding kitchen. Oh, no, he's off front Z. Oh, he got me. He's still there. He's in Z. Front Z, weak. Front Z, When did he back nerd on me? Oh, there's two, two. Yo, hold on. I have full streaks. He's on the ramp. We should pull us then, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming. Bottom outer. Front line, you're going ring. Flying top and top. Andy's weak. One's low outer challenge. Oh, he challenged. Yeah, low. Low got me. Yo, slow down. Slow down. One's top on you, Sandy. Yeah, Yep. Low on me. Low, low Sandy. Watch out. He's behind you guys. Mind if he went left corner. Left corner. Left corner. Front oh, left. he jumped up. You heard him. Yeah, he's top, top, top. Top yeah, right 14, corner. 14, 21. L wall, dead. Lamar, I'm one shot. Up, up, up. So one's top. Yeah, he's, he's still, still here. I need to buy He's low. on the ledge or something. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's nice. The comps are pretty good, Tom. No, the comps, they sounded great. Honestly, they sounded great. Uh, one thing I like is how positive they are. They're very high energy. Um, the, the main thing I look at in cons, guys, and if you could probably already fucking tell, because I say the same thing almost every single time, is the energy. Um, when, it, when a team has no energy, I lose fucking composure. And when a yep. team has energy, I love listening to it, because it just shows that they're passionate and they want to win the game. Um, and, and, and they're feeling good. They're up 2 0. They got their, they, they win the first round of control. They get streaks, right? Crim 6, he's able yeah. to find full streaks. And 
that's where I think maybe Dallas might have threw this this map away, Ben. But um, I'll yeah. let you add on to that. Yeah, I mean, so they go ahead, and I think Dallas end up actually winning this round because they were on offense, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they get on the point there. They stack it. Miss out of floods. We've seen teams get in this position a lot. It's really hard to get the laundry spawner on defense and shocks. Yep. And then the third round, I felt like Dallas was in a position where they could have probably taken this round mm-hmm. and finished off the 3 0. But I think ultimately Minnesota plays pretty well. Kramies is one uh his um his artillery, I think, in this situation. It doesn't really end up easy to the advantage on defense. Minnesota win this and then win uh, the next two rounds after that to go ahead and force the game four. Mm-hmm. I'm actually pissed that Minnesota won this map. Why? All that fucking work for nothing. You don't. You're not gonna win the next map. You're gonna get pissed on. Yeah. Well, they right. They they go down. I think this is more Dallas just kind of throwing away this the map. Um. Than than Minnesota. I mean, you gotta get props to Minnesota for for staying composed. They're down 0-2. They're down 2-0 on the control. That's where you see the reverse. The reverse sweeps usually happen. Um. We've seen it a couple times where a team goes down 0-2. They play the control. They go down 0-2 in the control. They bring the control back, and then they use that momentum going into the yeah. next two maps. Oh, and, the mega reverse sweep. Mm-hmm, and that's where I start thinking, okay, maybe we're going to see a reverse sweep here once Minnesota won this map. But we didn't. Luckily, Dallas was able to close it out. Um, but, Ben, I don't know if you if there's anything that really caught your eye in this overtime. But I think uh, with Dallas being up 2-0 and going back on the defensive side, they just had to close out their defense and just put the game away. Um, and I'm sure they're going to go back and talk about some Ooh. stuff. But... What catches my eye is Minnesota has become sneakily pretty decent at control. And I think that's something to watch uh, coming up for the major. If they can clean up their hard points, their S&D is not awful. They haven't had the best of time in search uh, in this stage. But the hard points right now are where they're losing a little bit of their win conditions in these series. And they can improve there and continue to be money and control. Like, that's two out of three respawns you can have in the book and then you just got to take a search and you're good from there so this is the problem we got rally coming out rallied he's a content creator he came out and yeah. he said why did i just get a snapchat from illy in the passenger seat of crim's car with crim going 200 miles per hour in a 40 laugh my ass off one i SMH. hope i hope that's exaggerated <laughs> one because i hope he's not doing that in a fucking 40 two I can see Crim6 doing that in a fucking 40 because he's a fucking, he's a maniac. He's a fucking psycho. Uh, but that's one thing I always told myself, you know, well, it, well, Porter. Well, listen, Tom, when we were, in, I'll tell a story. When we were in Frisco, right? We, uh, our house was in the, the same neighborhood as Crim. Mm-hmm. And Crim told us of all the speed trap spots in our neighborhood and told us where to watch out for. He knows them speed. all. He knows them yeah, all. He knows them all. And, and one thing I, I said to myself, right? Because uh, I've I've been to, to to Porter's house, right? I've hung up hung out with him a, a couple times. Uh, one thing I will say is, I'll, you know, I'll never get in a car with him. Um, if he <laughs> wa- if he wants to drive in, I think I, I think we should either call an Uber or I'll drive and I'll you know I'll keep it smooth. Uh, now listen, I'm not saying I haven't had my fair share of uh, you know driving with a heavy foot because when I was younger I used to drive with a heavy foot, but I feel like as I got older. Um, I just like to fucking lean back and chills, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, listen, let me tell you one thing. Play some so fucking listen, music. I, I, drive a a, uh, I drive a 2011 used, pre-owned Honda Accord Coupe. Just know when I get a fucking luxury vehicle, and I will. I'm not looking for the quickest car. I don't give a fuck if it goes to 301.4 seconds. I want something that's luxurious. I can yeah, relax me too. and yeah, kick me the too. feet up. I'm Maybe the same beat way. beat off in it when I'm parked. Yeah, nice you know, like, Why would you beat off that. in your car if you're parked? Why would you... Do you do that often? You must be doing that, Zin, if that's something that you said. <laughs> how, do we, how do we get to this part of this conversation? That's what I'm saying. I don't do that. <laughs> what the fuck? What do you mean you what don't do you... that? I don't do that stuff. <laughs> All right, next topic. Let's move on from this. Come on, man. Think of my other guy, Tom. 
What do you mean, me? Zinni was the one who said it. What the yeah, fuck Tom, are you talking Tom's about? Being fucking weird about what it. the fuck? Right, well, let's talk about this A That's right, a Len. That's a Len. Ta we talked about this in the beginning of the series. We haven't seen Dallas play this map at all. I've heard that they've, with their old team, that they had some issues with this map. Uh, but they actually do come out and they take this, Tom, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought this kind of came down to a couple of mistakes that Minnesota made, especially on the second rotation. Yeah, show us. Uh, and just and just some disconnect in teamwork. So we'll uh, we'll get into that. Um, I have a couple of notes written out for this yeah, map that we'll I, touch on. There's definitely some things that I saw at the end of the game as well. Uh, the main thing to, to note here is Dallas did start on the on the good side. Um, and again, back to what I was saying earlier on the show, I just personally don't think the good side is, is like, I, we were comparing it to Hackney Yard. I think that's fucking Fugaze. Um, I think it's, Hack, it's, yeah, Hackney Yard was, the good side on Hackney Yard was unreal. Like it was unreal. So I just think, I don't, I don't see the comparisons. You see a lot of good teams that are able to flip on bad side. Now, yes, there's still a good side and a bad side, but, um, I don't think it's as drastic as, as we've been saying, um, as I'm, as I'm now watching more pro teams play it more and more, but. Dallas, they come off to a, hard, a hot start. They get most of the P1 time. They still hold on to those spawns for P2. So they do a great job just holding on that good side and building themselves a 70-point lead, Ben. Yeah, and then they get flipped out at the end of P2, but all good. You got the rotation for P3. You're staying ahead of schedule. I just think overall, Dallas looked pretty disciplined on this map. And I'm, I'm a little surprised they haven't played it recently, but it kind of helps them out if they can kind of work this more into rotation, uh, especially if it's in a situation where they don't pick the map and they play on bad side. Uh, I, I just like to watch out going into the major for their map. Well, now they, they look like they have some pretty good uh, plays and good setups here uh, to make this roll. Yeah, Minnesota, they do a good job just staying composed because sometimes, you know, if you're starting on the bad side and you just you go down by so much, you, you lose full, but... Like I said, guys, you know, one or two hills and you're right back in the game. That's why you just need to make sure you stay disciplined and make sure you're hitting your rotations and just make sure you're locking down some of these hills. But going into P3, uh, Minnesota, they hold most of the time. They're able to bring it back. But Ben definitely wants to fast forward this and show some things at the end of this map that he saw. So, Ben, I'll let you take it. Listen, boys, listen, you guys, you, you guys finish out the show strong, right? I'm going to hop out. I love you guys. I love coming on, man. It's uh, been too, a blast. Zin. It's always a you pleasure. You guys. You guys, uh, you know, it's you changed the you changed the community. All right, so I appreciate uh, that, Zin. You know, I love having you on, Zin. You said to me appreciate today, you said, brother. you know, I don't want to, I don't want to feel like, you know, I can't I come on. Invade, uh, you don't want to. I don't want to invade and, the show. And, and, I don't want to be and, like and that you was know, the that dumbest thing. You, always yeah, on here. That was the dumbest thing you ever said. You can always come on every single day if you want. I I love having you on. You're you're my guy. You know that. Um, there there was one post on Reddit by the way that said uh. This one is for Zinni. If he's around, does he think he can save the Optic roster? That was the first, the top comment <laughs> you on, the, think if you're Optic, go on the Reddit Q&A today. They want to see you on the, um, on the back on the green walls. What are I your mean, thoughts? Let me just say a few things before I head out. I mean, you're talking to the overall kill leader in Challenger Season 3. <laughs> the go. kill leader in Hardpoint. The kill leader in S&D. He was up there in control. Um... If you, you know, person. if you ever tune in, I think it's silly not to uh, admit that what you're watching is nothing short of greatness. So, <laughs> listen, man, I'm gonna keep doing me, right? I'm gonna keep the grind up, and uh, you know, we'll see, we'll, we'll see where it goes. The only thing I know is I want to fucking compete more than ever. So uh, that's where I I'm like at. That. And last thing I'll leave you with is we got to get you in the GTA servers for the late night streams. Yeah, I know. Uh, and we got Clayster that wants to join the GTA RP scene now. Oh, all of a sudden. Okay. So we're all going to be joining this GTRP, but I'll let you go, Zin. You have a good one, all bro. Right, Thank you for coming on. Later, later. User yeah, so Tom, I want to talk about the situation at the end of the game. I felt like the, the last three hills here in Minnesota mm -hmm. kind of let the game slip away from them. So let's at the stage. Uh, for those who are watching at home and audio, it's about 200 to 140. Dallas did a good job on the P2. 
Uh, and the way that P4, uh, sorry, P3 is playing out right now with 20 seconds left is Minnesota actually starts to get the back spawns for P5. So they're actually kind of set up here for a good pinch and then a hold. And then if they get Turtle Hill and then P5, like they're back in this mix. Mm -hmm. Instead, uh, one thing happens. First off is they don't end up actually trying to hold the old time. So they flip out. Uh, they do end up getting the last couple of seconds on P4. And then... Uh, it just gets a little mixy from here, Tom, because they they don't have the back spawns and that sort of missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. uh, they're they're trying to hit around for P five, which is fine. Um, they get one guy in the back. Uh, they're not really able to like convert this into into great map control. I'm gonna skip ahead a little. They're bit. trying to set up a pinch. Yeah. I mean, Standy's playing slow front. You have one guy taking yeah. a super long route, going all the way around, trying to get to the back, and then you have two guys working on mid map. They do end up breaking on in. The pinch does end up working for them. They take their time. They work pinches. They want to make sure that they're hitting from every angle, guys. You don't want to just keep flooding. And that's exactly what they did. So they did a good job, Ben, breaking in um, and getting that last few bit of, what, 30, 40 seconds, was it? Yeah, um, but this, is, this is an area where I yeah, think... and this is where things get a little mixy. Yeah. So, so, go ahead. Let me explain the situation here. So, Dallas, uh, Minnesota starts to rotate for the next hill. Priesta is in the back, and he dies, but he'll end up spawning up here. I wasn't a big fan of this play that attachment. I don't know if you agree with me or not, Tom. I felt like instead of playing this corner, like in a weird corner outside of P5, just watching the map, he should have rotated through the back and tried to help his teammate, who's going to spawn up and get back into a gunfight again. Mm -hmm. uh, as you see, number eight's back up. He's in a mm -hmm. 2v1. There's a guy coming through hot. Would have loved to have seen attached pinch here. Mm -hmm. He probably shoots at least one, maybe two guys in the back. Yeah. And so they end now have a 2v1 against uh, Shotsu, who's probably hitting out a hit hill to probably rotate all the way through the back to go ahead and get these spawns. Instead, what happens is Preston dies. He spawns now, back up in the same spot. So I agree with yeah. you. I think the main thing for Dylan, right, is Preston goes down initially. Yeah. And I think Dylan at that point is like, fuck, let me play corner. Let me play my life. I'm the only one here. Then Preston gets to spawn right back in the back again. The minute Preston, the second that Preston gets that back spawn again, you gotta help him because he's he's, he's, he's spawning in the open. You need to get these back spawns or the game is over. If you don't get the spawns, you're done because Dallas, they're it's closing in. So I do agree with you. I like the initial play by Dylan to play slow and play a corner because his teammate dies back there. So he's trying to play his life and he doesn't just want to run out and die. Once Preston spawns up, I know Preston probably comes. I spawn in the back. I spawn in the back still. Now that's when you got to turn and you got to try and make a play. And, and obviously he didn't do that. He, he tried to do it a little bit too late, but I think at that point it was just, it was too late. I mean, Preston went down. Dylan tried to make a play. He dies. Dallas secures the spawns. They secure the map. And honestly, just an overall good, good series coming out of Dallas, right? They, they came out and they, and they look great today. So yeah. I, I want to give them some credit. Let's, let's set the stage for, for next week, right? As mm -hmm. we look at the bracket. So yeah. Dallas are winning the series, ends up getting third in Group A. FaZe, with their win earlier today, got second in Group B. Um, so those two teams are going to play each other winners round one. Very spicy. We've seen this these two teammates. These two teams oh, match man, up a lot. Oh, man, this major's got me feeling excited yeah. just looking and at then, this bracket. And whoever wins that match is going to play Toronto. So that's mixy. Yeah. I think for Rocker, they've got a pretty good draw. They're going to play either London or, or Paris. I think London will probably win that. Um, my thing for Minnesota, I wanted to make kind of one other thought, Tom, is I really want to see, and I, I mentioned it earlier in the series, I want to see more from accuracy. But my question to you, Tom, is if Minnesota struggles in this major, do you see a role where maybe they consider tossing Major Maniac in and see if it improves their team performance a little bit? Maybe. Depends how they play. And it depends on how they've been playing in scrims. I mean, if I'm on the coaching staff, you got to pay attention to everything. Pay attention to the way they're talking, to the energy of the squad, to how they're playing in practice, how they're performing in the matches. 
um you know it, it all comes down to, to how they do um and then we'll, we'll see how the major goes and then after the major we'll, we'll see and and see what what they want to do um i think they're a great team and i think minnesota has beaten very good teams or have have kept up with great teams so they definitely have a potential here to make a run ben i really do um yeah. are, are they, are they going to do that i'm not sure um but we'll see we'll see after the major and we'll we'll revisit this convo for sure we will. Does anything uh, stand out to you looking at this bracket, Tom? Like, no, I, have a I mean, the, the one thing for me is I can't wait yeah. to see FaZe Dallas go at it. I'm excited for that one. I still think FaZe is going to mop them, but I think it'll be a great series. Um, I'm looking at Florida Thieves. I think with the new Thieves going up against South Florida, who's looking better now, really stands out. I mean, the winner's bracket matches are going to be crazy. Just absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, obviously, I don't know who New York's going to be playing or, or Toronto. We're ha going to have to wait and see. On the bottom side, um, you know, we have London going up against Paris. Uh, London looked great. They look yeah. good to me right now. So Paris I think that's probably has a to be victory. Paris has to be on their A game. They have yeah. to be. So hopefully Paris they they come out, they they play their game. Because you know Paris, they're very on and off. Um sometimes they look great. I, I know a lot of people have a lot of choice words to say about Paris, but I think individually they're very talented and they can come out and, and make some noise. And then the the other uh losers back around, we have Seattle Surge going up against Los Angeles Gorillas and I'm going to be honest with you. The Surge, they just don't look right to me. They don't look right. They don't look like they, they know what's going on. Maybe they need more time with the new pickup. Um, they added more talent to the team, but they need to make sure that they're they're really focusing up here because they they don't want to get knocked out early. And, you know, I want to see guys like Big P, Gunless, right, and Pristini and some of these guys. Yeah. I think the whole team, Destiny, I love the whole team. I want to see them do well. So and, and they, Those two teams have not played each other all year, too. So I'm actually interested to see this matchup. This is very much like... For both these teams, kind of like a losers go home game. Like you, they really both these teams need to get a good performance in this stage if they yeah. want to not be like in the we need to get top three, top four situation for the next couple of majors. So I'm really curious to see how this plays out. And then yep. whoever wins that one's gonna have to square up against Optic. So some interesting storylines here. Can Optic and I think they probably can go on a decent losers run here, mm -hmm. or will uh, LAG or Seattle make some some kind of crazy run yeah. uh, and really start to get up into the conversation of some of the teams in the middle or yep. higher part I mean, of the CDL? I mean, a lot of well put, Ben. I think a lot of these teams, it, it, they're just so inconsistent. Like, what optic are we gonna get? What Paris are we gonna get? What Seattle? Wait, what Florida are we gonna get? What the like, all these teams, right? A lot of people want to see the alien interview, uh, Ben. So just yeah, go to I the beginning of it. Yeah. Um, it's just like, what kind of teams are we going to see? Um, how are people going to come out and play? How are people going to prepare for it? Um, there's just a lot of questions and I'm just super excited to, to go on board with all the matches and, and get more shows for you guys that will obviously be going live after all the days of the major, um, Ben and I, we have not missed a show. We have not missed a show yeah. and we plan well. to keep that going. Um, but I'm down to go into an interview with Illy after the Dallas empire win and see what he had to say. Hello everybody and welcome to your Angel Victory Spotlight. Joining me, I do have the wonderful Illy from Dallas Empire. Firstly, congratulations, epic, epic win heading into the next major. I, I, I know, I mean, it's been it's been quite a roller coaster this season, right? I mean, everyone has been keeping up with all sorts of drama that's been happening, but you guys today managed to play in the same building with one another and I felt like the vibe was there for you guys. What has been the difference maker coming into the same building with each other, the vibes just on the communication is good how is it feeling out there oh yeah no it's uh it's a totally different feeling like uh even for our last match i tried getting the whole team uh just to play in the office just because it's just a whole other vibe you know like you're all with your teammates your your units there you know like this is vibes and today i tried my best just to bring the vibes and hype uh which i was doing and yeah
It's just a different. It's a whole different feeling, a whole different vibe. It's definitely paid off, Philly, that's for sure. You bring the vibes and the dubs followed. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Fellow has actually been on the squad now for a little bit of time. Not a, a huge amount, but a little bit. Um, and you guys seem to be setting things into motion now. What has it been like having him you know, join the squad and then yourself obviously moving to SMG as well? Um, in the start, obviously, moving mid-game to SMG is obviously hard because i got to get used to the timings, the spots people play, how people play. Um, but I'm getting used to it, and uh, in no time, I think I'm going to be my full potential. I think my ceiling is higher with the SMG than the AR. So I'm just going to keep grinding, getting better every day. And uh, by champs time, I'm going to be final form. And also, Tyler is great to have on the team. He's a great COD mind. He uh, gives us another perspective on plays and just things like that he's and Tyler's honestly a great team and he's and he's hilarious <laughs> I love it I love it man yeah you know you're performing really really well uh Ellie looking great on SMG and obviously fellow has definitely fit into the team lovely uh now I have to ask you about Warzone and the dance what <laughs> does it feel like knowing that your banner as you guys obviously the champions of the 2020 season hang in there in the dance how does it feel to be immortalized like that Oh no, that feels amazing. Just like being in Call of Duty, like my face being in a Call of Duty is just absurd because uh, I've been playing COD since I was like seven years old. So just having my face like in a Call of Duty is absurd and it's an unreal feeling and I'm grateful for it. Awesome, man. I can't wait to see it as well. I'm going to drop in and then check it out. Uh, lastly, it is Mother's Day today, Ilya. I appreciate you joining us. I know you got to go and shoot off for dinner with her. Is there anything that you'd like to say to mum? I just want to say thanks to my mom for always supporting me and being there. You know, a lot of a lot of moms don't usually like. I mean, uh, sometimes don't support their like kids like uh, pursuing gaming. But my mom has always been supporting me, always in my back. Uh, even right now, like she flew to Dallas for like two weeks just to like make sure like I'm I'm good. You know, I'm just like with family. It's Mother's Day as well. But I'm gonna go out to eat, and you know, I just love my mom. I appreciate her. I love it. Mama Billy, you absolutely rock. I hope you have the best night, Illy. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Good interview. Good, Good interview. interview. Uh, he's getting better at him. He's getting better because uh, a lot of the younger guys that are coming in, um, I think they just get a little nervous. Um, and, and even Ender, he, he, seen, he still seemed a little bit um, uncomfortable, but he, he, great interview. His answers are great. Um, you could tell that the adrenaline was really pumping during that match. Um, uh, he, he was definitely cracked. He was definitely cracked, guys. Uh, he definitely had a lot of caffeine. Uh, he was definitely, uh, you know, just bouncing off the fucking walls. That, that happens too, Ben, when, when you're playing and the adrenaline's yep. running through you. Um, a lot of people are saying, um, Adderall in the chat, that's stupid as fuck, man. When you're playing at a high level, no matter what you're doing, your heart's pumping. After a game, it, it, sometimes it's really hard to calm down. I had that problem too. Sometimes after matches, just kind of trying to relax, right? Um, after a big match, so... Um, it, it was nice. Good, uh, good interview out of Billy. Great interview, and uh, shout out to Dallas Empire. We take a look here at the some of the prizes. Um, the major tournament prizes. You got first place, gonna be taking home two hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars for an online tournament. That's pretty great, long. great, great prizing coming out of the colleague. So shout out to the colleague for making that possible. And Ben, you want to move into some Reddit? Some questions, or do you want to well, do some we, predictions? Uh, what do you want to do here? I'm trying to find the slate with the predictions. If not, we'll have to pull up on the website. No, you're good. I mean, you can go back to the bracket if you want, and we could drop some of our predictions. But um, I think for the most part, let's kick off with the first one. We got FaZe and, and Dallas, right? So if I had to choose between FaZe and Dallas, I think I'm personally going to go with FaZe. I feel like they've just been looking way too strong. Way too strong. I think if FaZe are playing their game and they're firing on all cylinders... I think forget it. I think it's a fucking wrap. I'm going to be honest with you. So I'm going to personally go phase three 
one. I can see Dallas maybe taking a map here or there, but I think FaZe is going to take it. Ben, who do you got? Yeah, uh, I mean, we've seen these teams match up a lot uh, historically. I think FaZe has definitely had the better of them uh, this year. And the way that FaZe looks in S&D right now, uh, I think the hard point game is starting to clean up a little bit. They've been nasty control. I just think FaZe is the more informed team. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going to go ahead and say 3-1 here. I think we'll give Dallas a map. Uh, probably that first map. We'll see what, what hard point we get. But yep. um, I think FaZe will continue to roll in this matchup uh, at least this uh, week or yep. next week. Sorry. I'm going to fire off my predictions pretty quickly, right? We got Mutineers going up against LA Thieves. I yeah. I think Thieves look look a little bit weird with Kyler right now with Hook. I think they need more time. And I don't know if they have enough time to get to the potential that they want to get at. Um, I thought these looked great with TJ. Um, so it's just hard for me to watch with, with Hook because I just feel like the chem is off now a little bit. So they need to get that back. And Florida looks great. Um, and I have a feeling that Florida is finding like momentum and confidence for some reason. I just feel like they're feeling really good. Um, I'm going to go with... This one's tough for me. This one's really tough. I'm going to go LAT 3-2. I think it's going to be a nail-biter. Man, I don't know. I can really see uh, I can really see Florida taking this as well. Um, so it, it's going to be a tough one. Then we go into Los Angeles Gorilla Surge. Well, I, I, you're not I was going to go through all of them, and then I was going to have you go through all of them. No, no, we should go back and forth. What, what kind of fucking bullshit is that? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go again. <laughs> Uh, I kind of agree with your points. I, I think um, we're not going to see the best of these until the next major, candidly. Like, they're, they've are they been making a lot of changes to their system. They need to figure out a player on Kyler. He's got a very specific play style. It's going to take some time for them to gel. Uh, on the flip side, I kind of like the Florida team as of late. Uh, they had a really good result against Rocker. They kind of had a stinker series against Paris, and they played well against Dallas and LAG. So I kind of like their form coming into this major. Um I'm going to take the opposite side, Tom. I agree it's going to be a five-game series, but uh, I got Florida winning this one. Yeah, not a bad pick, honestly. Uh, this this one's hard to call, to be honest. Um, then we yeah. go into Los Angeles Gorillas, uh, Seattle Surge. Um, I, I'm personally going with Gorillas. I think Surge is just, like, lost in the sauce right now, man. I, I really do. And, and, you know, I love all the guys over there, and I think everybody's super talented. But, again, um, you need to have that extra oomph to, to be at the, the – you know, to try and be a good team and try and win some of these series and execute and – Right now, Surge just—they look like they're not—they're not doing it right now. They're just not doing it. So, I'm going Los Angeles Gorillas three to one. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I, I love the boys in Seattle, but I think LAG is a team that's a little bit more cohesive right now. I like LAG's ability in SND. I don't see a lot of ways that Seattle can win this, but you never know against these two teams. But I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna take LAG three zero actually. And we go into uh, the London Royal Ravens going up against Paris Legion. And again, we had Zedin on the show today. They've been feeling really good, really confident. They're riding the momentum. The The two young guys came in. They've been doing their thing, right? Zap and, and Paul, they come in. They make some noise. Uh, you have Shawnee, who's just a rock. I feel like he's just a very good veteran player. He just knows how to play the game of Cotton. Zed's been feeling feeling himself. He's been hitting yeah. that form. So now I'm like, you know, looking at the Paris side, you have Temp, Scraps, Classic, and, and Aqua. It all depends on just how they come out to play. So this is another series for me that's just a complete toss-up, and I don't know what's going to happen because I don't know what Paris we're going to see. I don't. Um, I'm going to go with London 3-2. I could see Paris taking it if they come out and have a day, uh, but we'll see. What do you think, Ben? Uh, I really like London's form right now. Um, 
And on the Paris side, it's just, I agree with you. There's just not really much to show that makes me think that they are close to being the favorite team in this matchup. I know these two teams haven't really played each other as well. I think there's a lot on the line here. If we're going to go based on form, I'm going to agree London. And I don't think it's going to be close, Tom. I think it's going to be a 3 0 London. Okay. And then we go into the, the Reddit QA. I made a post today. Um, just, you know, I, I made the post first. I made a post again. It got taken down or something or something. It failed. The post failed. Oh, I realized you, you're, you're messing up the rules on the subreddit. Come on, man. <sighs> I'm not messing up no fucking rules. These people on the Reddit, there's so many rules. I don't understand. Uh, we got to talk to somebody. Reddit's a mod on the, on the Reddit. Get into the Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I ended up posting the, I had to repost the post after the optic series. So, yeah. um, I think you can imagine, um, the feedback that we're going to get on some of yeah, these questions. There is some PJ salt going on in those um, comments. But the the first question we already asked Zinni. This was the highest rated question. This one's for Zinni. Does he think he can save the Optic roster? I think it was a little bit of a troll. Yeah. I don't really know. Zinni gave a Zinni answer, so... The next like, top on. comment is Yo Zuma. I just need you to stop with the bullshit and come out and just say Optic is shit right now. They're looking like a shell of what they were before. I wouldn't say shit. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not just going to come out and say Optic is shit. They're terrible. Because they're not terrible. And and, and they have great players. And they, they really need to start working on their teamwork and and working on their series. Nah, they're not shit, Stink. I see people in the chat saying, no, they're shit, they're shit. That, that, that's the problem. What, uh, and, uh, uh, listen, I don't know if you guys are fans of them or not, but by any means, come on. They're not shit, guys. They're... Well, here, here's my thoughts, Tom. Is I don't. I agree with you. They're not shit. I think the they're team not good. holds itself and their they're fan base good, holds itself but by to any a means, high standard. Not shit. Yeah, and they're not hitting that standard right now. But the silver lining for Optic is I think they're set up now in a position with this losers bracket one where they can kind of really generate some momentum as a team. They're going to grind out a lot of series if they make this full run and not a lot of time. And mm -hmm. this is an opportunity for them to really grow in as a team. So I have a feeling they're going to come back this week and really grind, really practice, start to get better in those respawns and get some momentum here. Uh, because if they can get you know a couple of wins here in losers bracket and make their way to top four, suddenly they're a team with a lot of momentum and they'd be very dangerous for any of the teams coming out of winners to have to play as that rebound match when you're in the losers bracket. I agree. I definitely agree, Ben. Um, at the end of the day, uh, I do not think Optic looks good right now. I'm not. I'm not going to say they're shit because I just don't think. I. I honestly do not believe that. Um, but they definitely have a lot of work to do. And we had Envoy on the show today, and, and he agrees. And and I think they, you know, they're very realistic with themselves. That's what good players do. So we'll see if they can bounce back. The next. The next uh, post is: Does Optic need a change? And who do you think should be replaced? Um, right now, I mean, it's hard to answer this now. Let's see how they do with the major. Let's see what goes yep. on during the major. Let's see how they play. Let's see how they're feeling. Um, it, you know, I'm not saying they need to come out and win the major, but we'll just see how they compete with some of these other teams and, and just see if they really do need to change. Um, and then at the end of the day, I have no idea who the fuck you even do change. Somebody put in the chat, two and nine map count versus teams in winner's bracket this stage. I know. I know. Hey, listen, man, you don't need to tell me their map count. You don't need to tell me that they've been playing bad right now, but you can't, you guys can't sit here. And tell me a team of Dashy, Scump, Envoy, and Formal is just straight shit. Because that's just not true. Yeah, so you got four of the most talented players to ever touch COD. So that's just Fugues. Now, do I think they're good? Again, no. I do not think they're good right now. Um, I really don't know what you guys want me to say. I, I personally do not think they're shit. I don't think they're good. I think they need to find some rhythm. Um, I, I think right now they're just, they're, they're not executing. They're not showing what they're capable of doing. Um, and, and we'll see as time goes on. Ben, what do you think? You think they need a change? You think they should do it now? What do you think? You think no, they should do that? I, th I think I don't. I think they have the talent to win. Uh, the team works just a little bit sideways. So want to see now that they're really under the gun here. A lot, a lot of um, 
momentum against them to see what they do in this adverse situation because I think they have the talent to figure this out and I don't think it requires a team change but let's see what happens after the major yeah. and we kind of ask this question again somebody said you said Empire was shit and I also walked that back and said I didn't actually mean their shit I'm just saying for the potential that they they listen man it, you guys want me to say optic shit optic shit right now is that what you want me to say they're just not playing good they're not playing don't, good don't give, don't give them a sound bite Tom come on what do you mean a soundbite? What do you they, mean? They just, they just want the soundbite. You're saying optic as shit. Like, don't give it to I them. I mean, you know? they could. I mean, I think anybody on, on the team over there can say they haven't been playing their best. Um, But I, I definitely don't think you can write them off just yet, is what I'm trying to say. Um, But let's go into the next one. Uh, Next question. Bench Dashi. We're going to move that. We're going to move past that. Well, that one, unless you want to talk about it. Bench Dashi for a sub and move Seth to flex. Well, let's talk about after the major. The, the, the That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Um, uh, You got more people talking about it. Honestly, you think let's they go should past move? all the optic questions. Let's get I mean, some I have a feeling they're all optic. Yeah. If you added Ben to the face team in place of RCs, do you think they could be a top six team? Absolutely no. not. No. I think they would be last place. <laughs> I think Ben is one of the worst COD players I've ever seen. Okay, well, I don't, that's gas, but whatever. Uh, you guys want to talk about shit? Ben is shit. That's why I don't like calling. That's why I don't like calling. Because listen, that's why I don't like calling optic shit. Because then there's people like Ben, and when you see them play, then you're like, okay, that's shit. Okay, you know we'll what I'm saying. Um, next question. And the reason why I said that was shit is because you know at the time I was just feeling myself. I was going crazy. Is optic a hoodie con? Is optic a hoodie slash content org now? Nah, man. What a stupid question that is. It got thumbs up too. The reason why I'm saying no is because they literally stopped doing content because they're trying to get better. They literally stopped streaming. They stopped trying to do all that shit. No, they've been doing content. Look, no, 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 no. I'm saying the streams and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Every team does content. I mean, I mean, they still doing content. Look, here's my thoughts on this. Is like I answer dumb question. I kind of see the line that's being taken there. I think the better question for the team is like, are they doing all of the required things that other teams are doing right now? Really game planning, watching VODs, watching breakoffs, like doing the extras. We don't really have a transparency to that, so don't really know from an optic side like what their approach is. But I think all options are on the table for them now. Then they really got to put their heads down and figure out how to uh, stem the tide of uh, momentum going against them at the moment. Um. Okay. I'm 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 going through these questions, uh, Ben. Uh, I'm gonna be honest; it's very hard to find good questions. Wait, come um, on, go back to that clay question because I think that I want to make a point on that. Okay, go somebody says, it. "Is okay for Clay making shade tweets when he cries about it when people do him the same?" What do you want to say to that, Ben? Listen, Clay is a master of manipulating social media. He understands that at the end of the day, people like the action on Twitter and action on social media, so he plays both sides of it. He chose emotion when they win and emotion when they lose. And that's all. That's been his gimmick for a long time. It's not a new thing. He's been doing it since you were teaming with him, Tom, even before that when he was on COL. Uh, he's do, he builds a great brand doing that and great notoriety. And you got to tip it because it's, uh, you know, it's making him some good cash. Yeah, yeah. He's getting on good teams as well because he's a talented player. Just to add on to that, I mean... Um, so the, the next post is, this question is interesting, but Tommy's just going to defend Clay and say that he doesn't cry. First of all, I don't know why people think I'm just super biased on the show sometimes. Do people not watch my streams or not? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't know, Tom. That's I don't good. give a 
absolute fuck. <laughs> Bro, when it comes to Call of Duty, I do not care. I'm not taking personal shots at anybody, like my friends and stuff. If I'm saying there's shit at Call of Duty and that hurts their feelings, that's not my fucking problem. What's the time we call it? No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You Go know ahead. how many times me playing in the scene, I played professionally for eight years. You know how many times I've heard pro players talking shit about me? You know how many times I've heard my teammates a talking lot, shit Tom, about me behind my back? And then and then when push comes to shove at the end of the year, they, they want to play with me. They're texting me on the side. Hey, you want to play? Hey, you want to do this? It, it, guys, there's a lot of problems within the scene itself um, that, that, listen, I... Pers I what I'm trying to say is after eight years of competing and knowing how, how the scene works, the in and outs of it, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a flying fuck about people's opinion, about people's feelings being hurt. I, after everything I've went through about all the shit I've gotten before, um, you know, I've had bad series here or there and people spitting shit about my name on Reddit. People making articles and shit. Pro players talking shit about me, trying to ruin my reputation so I can't get picked up on a professional. You think I give a fuck? About, pe about what people are going to say, even if it is Clay. And, and the add-on to what, what it is about Clay, yes, Clay is a great friend of mine, but I'm not going to be biased here. He's emotional. That's how I was. I, I think yeah. some of us are just emotional. It doesn't matter winning or losing. We're, we're emotional. We, 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 can't, we have a hard time holding in our emotions. We like to just spit it out. And that's what I'll say to this. When I, I had problems with it too, where, where I was winning, uh, when I first came into the scene, I was talking shit to people, doing this, doing that, because they, all they did was just talk shit about me. So my emotions, for me, it was hard to bottle that all in. And Clay does get a lot of flack in the scene. So that's why when he wins, he doesn't shut the fuck up. That's just how it is. And, and like Ben said, well said. it's also social media. And we're also an esports fucking scene, right? So social media is a very powerful thing. Um, so at the end of the day, I don't, I'm tired of seeing buy shit. I'm tired of seeing fucking Zuma just saying that. Cause it, shut the fuck up. Shut up. At the end of the day, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to look at the monitor. And I'm going to say exactly what I'm thinking in my head. I'm, there's no way in my head I'm thinking, oh, this guy's my friend. So I'm going to start being nice. No, because then that just that just looks really bad on me. It just looks like I'm just spitting fucking fugues. And you guys know me. I'm not fucking fugues. All right. Next fucking question. Because that shit be pissing me off. Next question. Hey, Tom, love the flank. Can you give us some thoughts on what to do if you're optic other than they're a great team and don't need to drop anyone? Um, which is not what we said at all. This is the worst performance we've seen out of an optic slash Huntsman roster in years, and at this point, they've mm, only gotten worse and worse in starting. Sometimes talented players don't make great teams, Seattle being a prime example, and it looks like that may be the case for optic. So this raises a question. If you do make a change, what is it? It's we, hard for me to answer we, this question. If I was working with the team every single day, and I was the coach, and I was watching practices, and I was seeing how everybody reacts at the scrims, and I was really digging deep into these guys' gameplay, then I would know who needs to be changed. But some, they're just taking turns. The, the, right now, they're all over the place in terms of teamwork and executing as a team. Listen, we're going in circles here, Ben. Ben, what do you want? What do you want to say? No, we have made we have talked about this like three we have, of we have, show. We I don't have. think there's more else that needs yeah, to yeah, be yeah. said. I agree. They're gonna put they they know now what they need to do and they gotta go back to the lab and we'll see what team they come back with next week. Um yeah, yeah. Th this is all <laughs> these questions are all uh are all out to to be fair, this I'll, you know what Hold on, can you scroll up? Uh this might be on me for posting this right after the optic optic series. Yeah, it's it's it's, um, it's all good. It's all good. These these were these were good questions. I saw one about getting Celium on the show. We'll try I tried to ask MC yeah. to come on the show today, but he gave me a bunch of bullshit. So it is what it is. Mm -mm. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll end it out here. Somebody said, yeah. hey, Tommy, big fan. I don't have a question, but I have heard you before on the show talk about how you disliked Reddit's interface with parent comments slash replies and not being able to tell them apart. Old Reddit dot com shows the two more clearly, in my opinion. You can also minimize parent comments. Oh, that's actually uh, interesting. Yeah. I'll definitely uh, check that out. So I appreciate that. Um, 
And other than that, I don't think there's uh this question. When are you going to 1v1 Shroud? I don't know. We got to make that happen because if yep. I can get more than 10 kills against him, I, you'll never hear me shut up about it because then he'd yep. be pissing me off with that shit, saying I'm only going to get five kills. And that really pissing me off because somebody who's played COD professionally for so many years, I think I could get more than 10 kills. Yes, he'll probably shit on me if we're both using keyboard and mouse. We're, I'm probably going to get shit on. He's going to smoke me. But I can get more than 10 kills. Um, And, and, and listen... It's just about cameraing, preaming, angles, jump shot. It's just about knowing how to play COD. And I can do everything that I did in controller on mouse and key. Now, occasionally, I shoot some windies and I shoot fucking circles. But I think I can get more than five kills. That's all I was trying to say about the Zuma Shroud shit. Um, at the end of the day, Shroud's a fucking unit. One of the best mouse and keyboard players ever. Um, and he would absolutely smoke me in a 1v1. No question asked. Um, but I would get more than five kills. Um, next question. Do you think if you bring Karma to coach Optic will make a difference? We'll end it here. Do you think Karma bringing in? I, I personally think this is not a coaching issue. This is a, a within the team issue. And I also don't know if, if Karma wants to coach. I don't think Damon wants to get on every day, sit through scrims, and work with the team hands-on. I just personally know Damon, and I don't think he wants to do that. Um, and, and I don't I think you that. want Damon to do that, because if his passion's not there for it, you guys don't want Damon to coach if he, if he doesn't want to be there and he doesn't want to do it. Agreed. Um, so I see a lot of people always talking about karma coaching, but, um, I don't think he wants to personally. Um, but Ben, I think it's time for you to sink a pod so we can end the fucking thing. Right, sink it! Sink it! Let's get a win in the chat. Let's see if this fucking guy can sink the fucking thing. He's got the sweatpants on. He's got the slippers with no socks. Once again, he steps up to the green. He's going to line it up. He's going to set his feet. He's going to hit the shot. And he... Did he hit it? Did he fucking hit it? Did he even hit the shot? That sounded like it hit a wall. Did you make it? Yeah, it was cash money. Ben right the hit center. the shot, cash money. It went in the hole. I'm going to be honest. It got dark in there because it got dark. It's dark over there. Huh. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's just, uh, you know. Yeah, I have yeah, the, 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 the window, it's, the, it, it's the, the sunlight. The, I have a new key light, so the, the background lighting is always let's a put, tricky. Let's put cash money in quotes. Dash Ben J. Nassim. That's such a good quote coming out of Ben. But Ben... You're the fucking man, bro. We had a great You're show the today, man, Ben. Tom. Great show. Great series of shows this week. I think we, yeah, we got killed some of our it. best content. We we'll, killed we'll it. be back on Thursday unless some crazy-ish happens between now and then. I don't think and so. And as always, we'll spin up an emergency flank. But yeah. I appreciate you having me on, Tom. And excited to chat more as we get uh, into the thick of Major 3 here. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you coming on uh, once again. You're, you're always here showing love, doing the show. Um, we, we have done a lot of shows this week. I think we killed it with the shows. I'll still be streaming yeah. during the week, guys. Twitch.tv slash Zuma. You're all in here. But just for people listening on audio uh make sure to go check out the youtube channel all right we're close to sixty thousand subs man i'm trying to get to that hundred thousand mark i think that'll be a cool uh a cool uh what's the word ben a cool goal it's just a it's just a goal nice of mine it's yeah. a milestone right and uh i think it'll be pretty cool so make sure to go show some love to the to the channel man youtube.com slash zuma with two a's of course make sure to go check out anchor.fm slash the flank to go check out all the audio sites that we're on if you guys want to listen on audio if you just want to listen in um, and again, make sure to follow the stream. Make sure to follow Ben at twitter.com slash Ben J Nassim at Ben J Nassim. Follow me you on Twitter. See a lot of Knicks and Yankees tweets over the next couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, at Zuma with two A's on Twitter and then at Tommy Zuma on Instagram. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, we still have over 7,000 people. We hit an all time high. I, well, I don't think it was an all time high, but we did have over 11,000 people in here today. Yeah which is absolutely crazy on Twitch, guys. So um, we really do appreciate the support. Ben and I are, are very grateful, and, and we love every single one of you. 
So we appreciate you guys supporting the show. And, uh, you know, just thank you guys, man. And we'll catch you Thursday after the matches unless something happens. You guys have a good day. And we're out. Peace.